Not only is June Pride Month, but Kansas just celebrated the first official holiday of Juneteenth, Juneteenth as it passed in most counties last October. Take this time to reflect on ways that you have shown up for marginalized groups, how to improve upon that, and get others involved. Be a better advocate for people who don't have the same privileges. It starts with listening, learning, and being ready to start today. Actions are what make you an ally. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ka Valley Kickball Podcast. We are reviewing Kifa. We are reviewing week five, and we are doing a look into week six. We are hailing frequency open on the holodeck on the NCC 1701. And today with us, we have me, Aaron Airbear Adams. We also have Olivia Tsunami Poppy. We have Sonia Siza. We've got Aaron fucking Fireball Hayden as a producer. We have Summertime Stacy with us. We've got Ari Likes It Harder. Yeah, I do. We've got Scandalous Scanlon Chelsea with us. And we've got Dr. Yacy Young. We also have Lady Megan Hammond as a producer for our show today. And we're ready to get started and talk to you about all the cool shit the group of us amazing boss-ass bitches do for kickball. Woo! Yeah. Woohoo! So we're going to cover a bunch of, bunch of stuff today, but first we're going to shout out our sponsors. We've got Santa Massage and Wellness. We've got Fine Fitness. Young Spine and Joint, Empire Bar and Billiards, Nourish Training, Learner Real Estate, Up to Eleven Productions, bonus sponsor is Drone Lawrence, and of course, um, Hayden is providing the booze. Thank you, ma'am. Our first, our first time ever having an alcoholic sponsor. Oh, hopefully not the last. There we go. Yeah. Thanks for the wild basins, Yumberry. Oh, we'll have to we'll, give me a minute. I had one earlier. I forgot to write it down. We'll come back to our drinking <laughs> game word. Wait, wait for me. Drinking game TBD. Yep. And of course, this year, 2022, our local charity is House of McCoy. Last year, we discussed the highly anticipated House of McCoy on this very podcast. And this year, we are thrilled to announce that they are the KVKL 2022 season local charity. And they can be found at 1046 New Hampshire. House McCoy is founded and run by black and brown community leaders and allies and aims to help young queer and trans folk, particularly those of color, to not only survive but thrive. Named after beloved educator Dr. Sheltrice McCoy and run by executive director Cody Keith Charles, the goal will be to provide youths, primarily middle and high school age people of color, with a safer space to explore their identities, dreams, and passions, and to be in a community with other queer and trans youth. House of McCoy foresees a plan of fluidity in order to be responsive to the people it is serving so that it may change as it needs, as the needs of its community changes. Money raised would help to staff the center and focus on queer programming that would include focuses on education, emergency relief, housing stability, wellness, passion exploration, and food pantry, clothing swaps, and hygiene kits. For anyone interested in donating, you can find their Venmo and PayPal at House of McCoy. And for larger donations, please email Cody at Cody at houseofmccoy.org. You can also check out upcoming events and ways to get involved at their website at houseofmccoy.org. Thank you so much for reading that. I have a hard time reading things that make me emotional. You've all seen it. My face turns red and I start to cry. 
So um, we're going to remind you guys what we did this past weekend. We played a lot of kickball, and some of us played a lot, a lot, a lot of kickball at the clinic. Um, the Kickball for All is a, um action clinic that was the brainchild of Jackie Becker, Jackie Firecracker Becker, and Aerie Likes It Harder, Oxter. And um, we've been doing it for 10 years now, and we rebranded it uh, three years ago to make it a more all-inclusive space for the marginalized people in our community. So I think we had a really good turnout this week. Does anybody want to report on how hot it was? <laughs> hot as balls. I mean... Yeah, I was like, I had to leave early because I was dying of like dehydration and everything. But and you're like it was the really person fun. out there. I, I know I should have hydrated. <laughs> I should have hydrated way better. But I really had fun when I was there. <laughs> Liv just wanted to go chill at the pool. Let's be honest. I was super stoked because this lady Denise, she's a secretary for the police department. She approached me and she showed up there. She's got to be in her fifties or sixties, and she said she saw it advertised on Facebook and she showed up. She knows nothing about the league, nothing about kickball, but she wanted to get involved. Oh, that's awesome. Was she the one, like, did she have her daughter or granddaughter with her? Yeah, she had her yeah. granddaughter there, and yeah, so they both like they showed up. a lot of fun. So one of our drinking game words is Kifa, so let's all just take a drink because Kifa. Kifa. Anytime we talk about kickball for all drink. Are we going to make it to point number five? Nope, we won't get past point number five. <laughs> Um, so thank you to all the volunteers. I can't, literally can't name them all because so many people came out this year that were volunteering and also participating. I know we had a lot of new people. Um, Sarah, who is newly engaged, she came out. Um, and I'm looking for my notes. I'm so sorry. There was a um, new guy named Will who got picked up by Empire. Yep. And he was out there learning, learning some stuff. It was awesome to see a new face out there. Yeah. So Sarah had never played before. She'd only watched from the crowd and left with a foundation of basic skills and a better understanding of a game from the fans' perspective. Uh, Lindsay Murray came out. She said, as a PE teacher, I thought the station leaders get a, did a great job dividing and doing simple instruction and positive feedback to all the players despite skill level. And um, she, she says, I consider myself a seasoned player, but it's always to get back to basics and get lots of reps in. And then um, Christina Davis, also a first-timer, said, I wrote it down somewhere, but now I have to go look. And she said it was great. She caught, um, she caught the shit out of a pop fly in her game, and because of the pop fly station, she also laid down a beautiful bunk because of that station this last week, and she's ready for her game of the week coming up. All thanks to us. Yay. Nice. Yay. Yay. Yay, see, you worked one of the stations? Yes, I worked second base station. I found a lot of people found that pretty informative and that they needed some help on it. Uh, I feel like everyone improved just in the short time that they were at the station. And then uh, Sonia and David came out and grilled for us, which we wouldn't have uh, been able to get home that day without a little food in us, I think. It was all David. I just forced him into it. That's, well, you know. we thank you for that. I also voluntold Derek to do things, so I get it. Um, and then you were in the outfield this year. Yeah, I was out there with Jordan. We were doing pop flies. Um, we, I think everyone really liked that station. It seemed like when everybody came out there, because a lot of, like, uh, females and everybody doesn't really get to play outfield as much. Mm -hmm. So getting to see that perspective and like realizing that like anybody can play outfield was just like really fun. And Jordan was like very vocal. She's a better vocal. I'm more of like a show type person. She's very more vocal. So good combo. It was a good combo. Yeah, for sure. It was a good combo. Absolutely. And um, Stacy voluntold the harpies to come out and work a station. That's correct. Yes, we did the fast hands or get your hands ready, whatever yep. you want to call it this year. 
um, yeah, so I had three of my harpy gentlemen come out and help. So it was nice to have them out. Perfect. And Actually, Chelsea. Four, no, yeah, it was three. Sorry. Yeah. At least three. Yeah. Chelsea jumped in and got volunteering on a station this year. Yeah. Thank you, Brianne, for watching the Flander Boys so Kenny and Nicole could have a day out yeah. at Kifa. Drink. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then Ari and I sat in the shade and bossed people around. Oh, that's what we do best, and we're just so old. So <laughs> it was nice to sit around and just play on the megaphone and um, run the music and just, you know. Keep the ice cold. Exactly. Yeah. And um, if you ordered a shirt... Uh, Stacy has them, and she'll be reaching out to you in the meantime to get a hold of them. Um, you got to pay for them. We got to raise that money. All the money raised from this is going to go to House of McCoy. So, give us your money and pick up your shirt because I know holding on to these things is a pain in the ass, right? Yes, correct. And if you decided that you don't want to buy your shirt for whatever reason, we'll find someone to buy it. So if you're like, hey, you know, I drunk ordered that one night, um, <laughs> you know, we can find someone to buy your shirt. We promise. So yeah. just let Stacy know. Fucking awesome. Yeah, this weekend, if you don't get it soon, I might sell it this weekend. I have an event. <laughs> so I, I have too many notes in front of me, and I'm trying not to lose my place. Um, oh, there's a uh, Facebook group on... Um, there's a group on Facebook that is specifically for charity, and there's a group specifically for the clinic. And if you'd like to get involved in either of those, just reach out and we'll add you to them. So any of the people here in this room today, we will help you out. And now we have a game with... Megan and Aaron. Oh, yeah. Stacy needs to get, up to get a drink. Okay, get All right. a drink. Well, game number one, everybody knows about high school superlatives, like most likely to be president, that kind of stuff. Yes. Well, we're kind of doing one for the KVKL this year. So everyone gets to draw a superlative from the bag and then state which player, team, or even both if you have an answer in both aspects, and what fits best and why. So we'll start with Aries since she drew first. Oh, great. Well, mine's easy because it says most likely to make it as a professional musician. Well, I'm going to go with the Woost because, what is it? Wu-Tang is for the kids, right? Wu-Tang is for the children. For the children? Sorry, I don't know. Oh, is this a fight now? <laughs> Ooh, dueling teams. Um, so I would, I would pick uh, Woost as a team and also because I think there's a couple musicians on there plus someone who, like, runs music like a boss, uh, Jackie. Becker, Up to 11 Productions. She is a sponsor of the podcast, Up to 11 Productions. She's on the Woos, so I think Jackie could run a whole fucking festival with her team. And uh, Bright Eyes will be playing on July 1st at Uptown. Speaking of Jackie Becker. <laughs> Chelsea? Right on. I have biggest spaz, and I'm going to go with Ashley from the Screamers. <laughs> <laughs> So your own team? Yes. Damn, I wish I would have had that one this week. Oh, this, yeah. Not for me, but... I'm having trouble hearing. All right. Hearing right. No, Sorry, Ashley Chelsea. from the Screamers is the biggest spaz. Um, we love her. She's always entertaining. So, to you, Yacy. Um, no. I'll go. I've got uh, Best Dressed, and I'm going to give that to Hannah Blodgett, period. Hands down. How about the Best Dressed Team? Best Dressed Team? Ooh. There's a lot of good jerseys out there this year. I don't know. That's hard. Free State's new jerseys are nice. Harpies are uh, fucking are all- awesome. I feel like I haven't seen some of the jerseys yet. I haven't seen a lot of teams. I know Woos got a new jersey, and I feel like I always love theirs. 
I don't, I don't want to answer until I see everybody's jerseys. Oh, Late Feast had a good jersey. I don't know if it's new or not, but I liked it. Shirt Factory has home and away colors. I hate that. I know. And then uh, so Avery sometimes has reversible jerseys. So Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to stick with. Oh, you know what? I really like uh, Kicking Assets uh, shirts with uh, Frank Furter on them. I'm going to go with that one then for a team. Ooh, I also have to give an honorable mention to Corksuckers. Have you seen theirs? No, I saw theirs last year. They had uh, RBGs on them. Now they have. They usually do something in an homage to somebody who passed away, and it's Betty White this year. Oh, Got to check it out. See, yeah. I haven't seen See, anybody's yeah. clothes yet. I feel like I drew the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So I have most likely to get away with anything, and I'm going to go with the Reading Rockets because they're always a good time and they're always having fun. Nice. Because Hannah can get away with anything. It's exactly. <laughs> I had most likely to have their picture printed on money. Um, I'm going to have to go with my own team because we're playing like money right now. We're unstoppable. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Harbor and my teammates. You would. I got best person or team to be stranded on a desert island with. Ooh. If I'm going to pick a person, it's Erin because she's perpetually prepared for everything and she'd probably have a go bag. You're not wrong. If I'm going to pick a team to have fun with, I think it'd be Honey Badgers. I think they got a lot of energy They're and have a lot team. of fun. Yeah. yeah. Erin? Right, so I have most likely to appear on America's Most Wanted. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a good one. So hard to choose. Would that, that, so many, would that really have been in a yearbook, though? <laughs> oh, it would have absolutely been in a yearbook. Yeah. So, um, I'm actually. <laughs> I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Chris Nevervy. <laughs> uh, a couple of reasons. Um, oh, sorry. Executive producer decision, we have to announce this. Um, cutest couple that never was. This is going to go to Colin Flanders and Sarah Riley. Oh, nice. Yes. I mean. They're the cutest best friend. Cutest best friend couple. All right. So mine was the most changed since sixth grade. Oh, geez. And if we're talking about it, like, in seasons of kickball, it has to go to the Harpies. Because you guys were, like, dead last. Ooh, nailed this it. This is true. This is Started true. at the bottom. Yeah. Started at the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And now, if I'm going with an individual, it's going to have to be Cougar. Because I did go to school with him. And he has changed <laughs> from that long. Hey, oh. All right. Well, now that we've had a little bit of fun, the, the drink. Oh, oh Stacey has one. I'm sorry. They Game's not, not okay. over. So, most likely to win an Olympic medal. Elliot. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Who just happened to be walking through the, the house when I pulled this one. Yeah. Um, most likely, I would, you know, I'm going to have to go with Kenny. Oh, uh, for sure. And, you know, and I think it could go for a lot of different um, events. And team-wise, hmm. Tricky. I know it is tricky. An Olympic. Are we talking like the Olympics with the ribbon and the ball? I mean, I feel figure it could be for any event, <laughs> any gymnastics. event. Um, if we're talking Olympic, like ribbons and the balls, then I, I, I think I would have to go with the rockets. Yes. Yeah. The most flair. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely have the flair. All right. Okay. Fun game. Um, 
for the rest of tonight, if you hear us talk about a drone, like the one you will see this coming week at Game of the Week from Joan Lawrence, drink. Um, also, if you hear us refer to a pool party, drink. <laughs> um, so, Sunday recap of Kickball Week 5. Kickball happened June 19th. Who wants to go first? We have Hulk and Blue, 5 o'clock, Triple X, 21, over Kicking Assets, 9. That would be me. Um, I watched this game. Actually, I, I refed for an inning and a half in this game. Um, and... Uh, Initially, this was, was pretty close. Um, I will say that Assets started out playing with nine players in the field, um, kicked nine. Um, Triple X didn't have too many more. I think they maybe had 10 or 11 players. But basically, they both had late ads yeah. in the game as yeah, well. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Um, which was interesting because as I was scorekeeping at the time, I had never experienced that. And it was like we had to bust out the rules and, yeah. and check because yeah. it was like they can have their own spot at the bottom. And I'm like, I don't think that sounds right. That but, is right. That is um, actually the correct rule. The way we interpreted it. Was interpreted wrong. Was. <laughs> well, we can bust that out later and read it. I'm going to read it. Um, But it basically said because they had already kicked through the lineup more than once, they had to put it in a split position. So actually, I don't think that was, you know, and, and Thomas was like, yeah, I think pretty sure that's the way he saw it as well. And, but really in all honesty, that may not have been to his team's advantage. So, that's what, yeah. Uh, um, so that was kind of an interesting experience for me, but um, I will say that there was some, some great plays by the ladies on there. There was uh, Emberly with a, a great uh, encroachment line drive catch where she like fired up there. Pretty badass. Um, Heather had a uh, a throw. She threw out a runner at first from shortstop, so that was pretty nice. That's amazing. Um, Lindsay from Assets had a catch in left field to close out an inning. Love it. Um, and then I don't know what that says there. Sorry, but at any rate, there was another thing of interest in this game was that there were two collisions at home plate. Oh no! So you hate to hear that. Again, it wasn't nearly on the level of one that we'll probably talk about later, but it was still one that people probably need to have a little more presence of mind when they're at home plate as to where they're located. And it looks like Triple uh, X and Kicking Assets both had a lot of on-base uh, stranded people, and that'll always bring you down. Um, but shout-out to um, Marisa for getting on base and scoring twice this week. So love to see the ladies do work. And Emberly scored three times from K uh, from XXX. Good job, ladies. She's fast. She is fast. Um, so the official rule, how to add players to a late roster, any additions after the first kick of the game must be added to the bottom of the lineup unless it would create a legal, an illegal lineup, in which case the late addition may be added to a shared spot in the lineup. The opposing captain and scorekeeper must be notified of all changes to the lineup and all changes must be approved by the head referee. That's the generic short version, which basically means adding a person to the bottom of the lineup unless it's already full. Then you add them to a split stop spot starting at the bottom and working your way back up to the first kicking spot. And it, there's, there's more information on that, and we can go over that if anybody has questions for me in the future. But I remember when that rule got changed because people were adding split kickers to the one spot just to fuel bases or adding them to where their next kicker would be. 
Anyways, the next kickball game. Sounds not nice. Same sounds not nice. Is Hulk and Blue, uh, Bald Beavers 14 at Sacred Sword 5. Um, I got notes from this one from uh, the captain of Bald Beavers. She said the only note she had was, we played great, okay, as a team. Um, the only shout-out she has was for Darcy, who played an amazing defensive game, but everyone else played great. I heard there was some injuries pre-game on this one, and Sword was short people. Not really sure. It looks like they batted 10. Yep, that's correct. Yeah. Both teams batted 10. Yeah. They've usually had some extra players when I've seen them out. Yeah. Sword. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, like, um, I talked to Adam for, you know, he sent me some notes on this game, and he said, you know, unfortunately, they just have not been able to get a consistent team out there, and every week it's like three to five new players. So when that happens, you just, you know, you can't get it together quick enough. Yeah. Um, he also had some notes about his ladies. Oh, good. So, <clears throat> well, not Mitchell. actually not his ladies, but the bald, a bald beaver's lady said made a triple play. So he wanted to give them. Ooh, that must have been Darcy. Yeah. Minute, How did that not make I would make like to notes. hear more about this right. triple play. Maybe it wasn't Beavers. Wait a minute. <laughs> I know Adam Mitchell showed up right on time for the game wearing a dad shirt coming straight from Father's Day event that he uh, came to. And then uh, I think Josh Hunt got hurt before the game and didn't make it out today or that day. No, I'm sorry. It was a big shout-out to the Bald Beavers for helping out with the refing because they because of Josh Hunt's injury. Okay. Yes, that's what it was. And I swear he said something about a triple play. But now I'm not finding it. Okay. I'm sorry we don't have oh, more no. notes Oh, no, female second base got, a, go. got all three outs. That's definitely Darcy. Yes. Oh, she got all three outs. Yes. She'd have a triple play. Sorry, yes. Sorry. But still awesome. She had a hat yes. trick. <laughs> but thanks for your notes, Adam. No, we'll take it. <laughs> Holcomb Gold, 5 o'clock. Uh, JWE, 15. Harbor, 24. I'm pretty sure we've got somebody here who has something to say about that game. Yeah, um, this game was fun to play in. Um both teams in the outfield. It was a hard day for outfielders. Like, the wind just carried that ball. You would think it was landing, and then it would just keep going. But um, it was really fun. Shout out to Ao. He had 11 RKIs, I'm pretty sure. Ayo. And had a home run in there. Trey had a yeah, grand slam. And then Trey also had a home run. I had a home run. That was my first one ever. Ooh. I was smiling. Ooh. It was an amazing feeling. Keep Jeff, a week. Yeah, first one, not last. But shout out to my girlfriend for that because she left this week to Costa Rica. And so I had to prove it to her that I was going to do that so she won't leave me again. <laughs> so this is what you get for missing the game. No, I'm playing. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was a fun game to play in. And um, we all had a good time. So, yeah. And then, let's see, I didn't get any notes about was, was JWE. Oh, yeah, my pool party, July 2nd, you know, 90s theme. Crank, ladies and gentlemen, but mainly ladies come out. <laughs> 90s theme. While my girlfriend's in Costa Rica, come to my pool no, no, party. No, she's going to be there. She's going to be there. She's going to be there. <laughs> Drink. Um, I don't have a lot of notes on this for JWE, but I know they traditionally have a solid squad of ladies. No, for sure. Their ladies balled out, like always. Pitcher. I think they play pitcher and second and shortstop. But their shortstop girl is new to the team, and she had a lot of impressive catches and, like, kept like held us a couple of times. So they were solid for sure. Nice. Very good. Anytime Avery loses is a good time. Oh. <laughs> I say he's, wah, got, he's got wah, a sport team wah. in every pocket. Um, he's <laughs> also uh, very much um, trying to be Matthew McConaughey from that movie. 
I keep getting older, they stay the same age. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> There's one on every group. Holcomb Gold, 7 o'clock, Jazz House 10, Ghosts 5. Yeah, I watched that game as well because I tried to help ref it as well. Nice. Um, all the ladies bought out on both teams, uh, Kaylin and Ellen, and I think the other girl's name is Rachel from Jazz House. They all had really impressive kicks, and um, we're getting on a lot. Um, Ellen toasted the outfield in the seventh for yeah. a double RKI, so that was huge. And then um, Jazz from Ghost, she was uh, kicking really well, so that was solid. And she played really uh, pitcher, pitcher really well, too. Yeah. And I know Lauren and Katie Keating were super sad they didn't get to play. Um, Katie's got the vid, and Lauren's got the broken hand. Um, Lauren says, Rick played for Jazz House this week. He hasn't played in a couple years. He did have an RKI. He got on second. All right. Nice. Um, and Lauren also says they need to stop doing hero throws and they'll prevent more runs. Um, I got to watch a couple minutes of this game and there's a girl on ghosts. Um, her name is Amber. She is a boss, man. She kicked, she's kicking fourth. She's kicking fourth. That's awesome. Um, she kicked a double, a single, a double, a double, a triple, a single, like she, like, she's so good. I'm talking about over the course of the year so far. I've been tracking her. This game specifically, she kicked a double uh, with uh, two RKIs, and then she slid home. She slid and beat the tag. And I think... Head um, first or feet first? Feet first. Okay. Brian, Schultz, <laughs> Brian Schultz kicked her in. And it was just that inning I got to watch was the only time they scored. It was great. And then I left, and I felt bad because I saw the score later. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, watching her play was great. And then um, Haley came in and played, and she got on base a few times. So they, so they left stranded runners as well. So I think if they work on their lineup. They'll be doing better next year, I think. But they're, uh, they've lost their 8-2 and two that they were predicting. Sorry, Katie. Or they, Katie was predicting. Katie was predicting. <laughs> Sorry, Kiki. Sorry. Um, Holcomb Red, Astrid Head 28 at Scoonies 17. Did anybody get to see anything on this game? Yeah, I roughed this game, and historically, Asteroid Head always has big boots. They always kick a bunch of shit in the outfield. This was like a fucking clinic. Yeah. <laughs> um, they found gaps. There were several times where um, Scoonies were playing pretty deep, but also we've played most of our games this year at YSC, and the fields are so much shorter. So mm -hmm. uh, the way the field is laid out at Holcomb Red with that big dirt path behind the bases before you get to the grass fucked up a lot of people. Yeah. And Ashford Head just capitalized on, on the skill set that they have. Yeah. Um, Tozer from Scoonies was playing first base. He twisted his ankle. Uh, I think it was, it was early in the game. He, he was like, I'm okay enough to play. Still played first, which is impressive because you are in most of the plays. Yeah. Um, and then after that, he actually did a in the park home run. And um, I think that aggravated it. So uh, another interesting thing, uh, JD from uh, Asteroid Head got stung by a bee late in the game. So that's why it it's, says he was injured. Injury, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he left, he stayed in the dugout, but like took himself out of the lineup just to not exacerbate. Okay. Um, he's allergic. He was fine. Didn't have any. Can, uh, you, can you pee on a bee sting or is that just for jellyfish? <laughs> uh, since it's a children's park, know. we opted not <laughs> to. Um, You're so close to the bathrooms in there. But yeah. But they're hot. They're, they're there were also, it, it was actually like 
the score doesn't show that it was was pretty back and forth. It was almost a two hour game, which was insane. Um, yeah, it looks like it was yeah there close were close in the definitely inning. I think two innings that Asteroid Head went through their lineup at least one time. Yes. Um, yeah, it looks like they did in maybe the first inning, and, and then, then again in the fifth inning. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Did you score keep this game? No, I, I ref first base. Okay. Because I'm the only one that can handle yelling back at people. Love it. Don't fuck um, with me. Both You want to fuck around and find out? That's no. right. We've met. <laughs> there are two. Both teams have a scratched player, and both teams' scratched player is a split kicking spot, and both people got scratched. So Ben and JD kicked 11. It says JD out for injury, and it just says Ben left. And that was for Astrid Head. And then for Scoonies in the seventh spot, there's Joe and Taylor. They scratch an entire spot. It says Joe and Taylor out injured. Like both of them? I know Joe. So I'm like, how did both people get hurt in both games? Scoonies was was having some injury issues coming into the game. Okay. And I think Joe tried to do one inning so that he could have eligibility and also because they were going to be short. Um, I have no idea about the scoring. Um, wasn't my job. This is a weird thing. It's so a weird stat. So both get injured. You just scratch that whole spot. If they're both injured, yes. That's also, why, remember, do that's not a weird stat. Don't play to get your eligibility. Don't put yourself out there. If you're hurt, you should not be playing. We also have the new rule where you can ref a game, which would count to your eligibility. You have to reach out to the board and talk to us. But you can do that. Please do not put yourself in a game to make yourself eligible when you are injured. Yep. It is not worth it. Not not worth it. Real life should come first. I think it's that old goat blood. Can't give it up. <laughs> I mean, I played once in a makeshift neck brace because we didn't have a third girl with ice packs around my neck with ace bandage because I got whiplash from a water skiing accident. Yeah, my child played and he should not have. But, you know, hey. Things happen. Yeah, Grant. Okay. Um... <laughs> Holcomb Red, 7 o'clock, 23rd Street Brewery. Screamers! Screamers! (laughs) Free State. Uh, Free State 11, Screamers 3. I I personally expected the score to be closer. I'm surprised. um, There you have it. Uh, We had fun. Um, They had fun. Um, There wasn't as, it wasn't like combative like you would think it would be with the two teams that we're talking about who have reputations for that, but clearly have not been that way at least this season um it's early, it's early. um some of Not my for notes every team. on the game were literally um like free state had lots of hard grounders they found gaps they were just they were really good um they played they have six ladies um they don't play all at the same time but they did all kick and they did all play during that game nice. none of them were slouches so uh Missy got that that wicked pitch that I love. Uh, <laughs> it was just a lot of fun. Um, Aaron and Alyssa did great jobs. Um, Ashley was was there. She did good. She was entertaining as well. I, I I'm not really sure if it's okay for me to like do her her famous call, but uh, <laughs> we're on live. Okay, like basically, it's like yeah, suck that dick. Um, and, and somebody, somebody did a really, had a really great kick and it was a suck that dick and then no gag. So, which left most people like, just like, oh my God, too much. Um, oh, and we had Carly with us. 
Oh, yeah. This game, um, she, this is the first game back for her, um, and she was pretty solid. She had a, a play at, at third where she came up, and they had a runner coming in, and he slid in hard, and she, she still made the play. Um, later on, she did say that if she'd seen him coming in that hard, she probably would have just pulled her leg because she didn't want to, yeah, get messed up. But um, my game, not so great, but, you know... I warmed up well, but I just, like, again, two line drives that I didn't catch right literally hitting me. <laughs> and and uh, Lindsay with the kicking it right between my legs. Oh, I did see. I got to watch some so. of your game, and when I got up there, I thought you guys, like, it looked like a close game. And I think it was. I think it was 3-1 to one at the time. I mean, the refs did say that, you know, the, the score, they, they felt like the score wasn't necessarily as yeah. indicative. I mean, we, we just... You guys had base We runners. got people on. We just yeah. didn't produce. We didn't get them around all the way. So, And I've got notes. Oh, we had a new guy, too. Sam, we had a new guy play as well. It was his first game ever. so, And he had some pretty good catches. Seth said about Free State that their offensive MVP was Hannah for the best slide into third base. Um, the defensive MVP was Sarah for her back-to-back putouts that settled um, the defense down early. Um, I got to say, Alyssa comes to play kickball with knee pads on. That girl dives for everything. She gets dirty, and she's in it. I love watching her play. <laughs> it might be unnecessary sometimes. <laughs> but it's just really cool to watch her play because she literally puts her all into it. And then Dieter's back, and, you know, every time she's on the team, it, it's fun because there's just an intensity with her. I love Dirty D. Love her. Um, the next game is Button Grind at Poshwash. Uh, Button Grind 20, Poshwash 13. I can go first. Yeah. I missed the beginning of the game, but when I showed up, it was a pretty close game. I think it was tied 9-9 nine to nine in the sixth inning. And then that's when Button Grind pretty much went through their lineup. I think that's when CJ had his uh, bounce over the fence triple. Yeah, he had a triple. And at that point... Like, nobody knew how many outs there were, and there were no outs. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of snowballed from there. But then Poshwash came right back and went on their own run. I think they scored, like, four or five that that same inning. I added it up, and there were four RKIs and one run by button grind, so five runs, which they won by five runs. So even though we always remember the big plays, it's sometimes those little plays or those impact players that can help you win games. Yeah. And Poshwash, they had four runs by ladies and two RKIs, which I think you guys were playing four ladies in the field the whole day. Yeah, we played. Um, I started out at catcher um, before we realized that one of our players had an injured knee, and we moved him to catcher at that point because he couldn't really sprint very well. But if I look back at it, he had a home. He scored. He had a. He got on second. He got on first. So he was on base almost every time he came out to bat, even though he was hurt and couldn't do much. Um, Alexis was back, yay! And yeah. Alexis was on base every time she kicked, and she had two runs. So she hasn't played in like three years. Haven't played three she years. Came back and killed so it. So she rotated pitching with Nicole. Nicole Jameson and I were switch kicking, and we were both on base every time we kicked. So, ladies had a great day for Poshwash. Um, Nikki is our MVP of the game because she played shortstop most of the game, and was just gobbling up anything that came near her and she had run and got on base all the time so for the ladies it was a great game for the guys not so much the outfielders were uh had a couple slip past them and i think um the outfield being short like it was messed with their depth of where they would normally play i think 
especially right field. I mean, yeah. it was so short. It's super short. Which we went into it knowing, you know, it was going to have an impact on the game. I don't think anyone kicked it over the fence. The but wind was blowing right, yeah. and right field is also where the fence is a little taller. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm, I don't want to say anything bad about my team because I think we played really well. It was a fun game for us. Um, and then uh, for, for Bunton Grind, um, Kristen had all the energy of, like, a thousand deer. It was ridiculous. When, She's just so <laughs> When does she not have and, the energy um, of a thousand deer? Kristen, if you're going to keep hitting on my center fielder, just go ahead and get, her, get his number. Okay? <laughs> call him. Get those she, digits. She goes, no, he's too young. I'm like, eh, who cares? Um, Age so, ain't nothing but a number. Yeah. Well, they had four RKIs between three of their ladies, which I think was Raquel, Kristen, yes. and one other. And then Keisha scored a run for them. Keisha scored a run, yeah. It, it was just a really fun game for the most part. Um, there was only a couple of things that made us grumpy, and I'm pretty good about getting people out of a grump. So we move on. We play again next week, and uh, kickball will happen. At Holcomb left, 7 o'clock, Empire 8, Brutang 22. We kind of went back and forth on this game. We weren't sure if we wanted to be like the hate fuck of the week or whatever you call it. <laughs> we decided that we would just wanted people to have fun. We were going to try to move people around to some different positions, work on some place kicking. So that's really what we did. And our offense honestly got better by us doing that. There's a lot of notes on this So I was really one. happy about that. Alicia played at Rover. She's tall. I don't know if you guys have ever met her, but she's taller. And she had the line drive come to her. She just stuck her hands up and grabbed it out of the air. So that was really sweet. Nice. Sounds like a nice snatch. It literally says great catch in the sixth. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm really proud of our ladies is that we're trying to turn all of them into utility players. So we don't want them to be, I can only play second base or I can only pitch or I can only play rover. And not related to this week, but on Friday we were putting ladies out in the in outfield, you know, like we really want them to be utility players and fill yeah. in anywhere if that's needed. Yeah, don't pigeonhole them to the what they call the fertile crescent. Yep, and that's exactly. another yeah. great reason for yeah. uh, Kifa. Learn how, to, learn how to catch balls. Absolutely. Um, there are a lot of notes. Kristen was apparently <clears throat> Kristen again on fire. <laughs> um, like, you mean from here? Yeah, read the okay. notes. <laughs> Which one are we on? Hold on, let me find it. Turn the next page. Cool party. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little lost. Okay, here we go. So a great slide into second. Tomas. 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 Thank you. With Empire. Yes. Um, Sam kicked a dinker. Anna with a bounce off catch. Third base, Josh, quick action and great throw. Hit Biza out. Mary with a turning catch into eighth. Then a fingertip catch for second and the third out. Will is a great runner. I wonder if that's the center fielder she's talking about. And had a spectacular catch in the sixth. Alicia found the perfect spot in the third inning with a beautiful kick with loaded bases and two outs. Zach followed with two RKIs and a perfect kick. Mary has beautiful bunts. Sonia had three RKIs in the fourth. I could have had four, but I got robbed of one because our guy just had to get it in the park home run. He couldn't stop at third base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam out in the sixth with a girl on girl out. 
Thanks for all the notes, Kristen. <laughs> it was a great game. It was really fun. And we love Empire. I really like, I know some people on their team really like them. And even though they're in last place, I think they're constantly working on trying to get better. And their kicks were great. Our defense is really good. Like We're a tight defense. We don't usually let people score a lot of runs. And they scored way more runs on us than we planned. Like We planned on it being close to a shutout. So they're going to be coming up. Yeah. They've, they've got a lot of uh, good talent. They just need to hone it in, I think. Yeah. And on the official scorecard for this, I have to read it because it, I, I noticed it just now and it made me laugh. The referees are supposed to be written down at the bottom. We've got yeah. uh, nicknames for the referees. Kevin, Big Papa, Frost, Nicole, British Queen Jameson. We call her Dirty Diana or Hansy Diana. She talks with a British accent when she gets All drunk. All the time. And she gets handsy when she gets drunk. So we call her Hansy Di. And then, um, dirty Diana, dirty Diana, hands uh, on base all the time, Barry and Kristen with two eyes, CS. So the and the eyes, like and her little like nickname, drew eyeballs. Drew eyeballs. So, <laughs> so look at the score sheets. Sometimes they're funny. Next game, Holcomb right, five o'clock. Soda jerks one at Reading Rockets seven. Oh, what Ooh. happened here? Um, well. Except for I do like you know Derek, Derek's outside Derek, burning poison ivy tree frame inside. I mean, if you really want to, um, I do know um, before the game even started, Derek collided with his oh, center fielder uh, running for a practice ball catch. He got hurt in warmups. He's got yeah, and he's got a big cut on his eyes. Has kind of has a black eye right now. Um, that's in the notes. And then um, one of the players, Elliot, who normally kicks first, he normally leads off and plays center. He pulled his calf in the first inning and had to switch to a different position because they only had 10 players. So he played the rest of the game, but he's not going to play the next two weeks. Heads up, guys. Um, <laughs> so he's hurt. He's out for two weeks. And um, I don't know if Jess is going to be able to make, out, make it back for the rest of the season. What? So, yeah. Anyways, the rest of this game, I don't have a lot of notes. I think there's some notes written. you got to read the bottom of the jerk notes. Oh, they're there. Okay. Why did Josh's leg keep falling oh, off? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it because it was sweaty? Because Josh, Josh Ritten, if you don't know. Because he's uh, like so fucking hard. Is, he just runs out know, of that damn leg. Is working with one and three quarters legs. And, um, yeah, just sweaty as shit. The, uh, the part that is supposed to be like a sticky plastic that sticks to his leg. It was just too sweaty. He literally said to me, it was like somebody filled my uh, leg sheath with lube and it just flew right, just it stayed standing, and he kept running. He ate grass. <laughs> we need to get some stickum for that. So Josh is having a bad days. week. He got hit by a, he got rear-ended earlier in the week, so he's just having oh, a bad man. week. Oh, Josh. poor Josh. So, um, I don't. I One don't... of our producers wrote in what might be the strangest phrase uttered on our podcast: "Josh's leg kept falling off, but it didn't hold him back." <laughs> but did it hold him up? <laughs> Most of the time, it does. Um, also, it says uh, two-run home run by Rockets, Matt, in the bottom of the fourth to take the lead. And then it looks like they just nickel and dimed them in the, in the sixth. Uh, and then no more scores for the rest of that. So it doesn't look like – it looks like they had a lot of fun, but I don't know that anybody had a chance to go see this game in person. Um, and I didn't get any notes from anybody else. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Rockets. Sorry, Jerks. I'm sure Hannah was wearing the gold shorts, though. Oh, absolutely. I'm surprised oh, Hannah. Normally, Hannah writes notes before and after each game, so I'm surprised she didn't this week. Hannah, I'm sorry. I don't know how you, you can breathe in gold lame when it's so hot out. <laughs> but she looks beautiful. Kudos to those gold shorts, Hannah. <laughs> Holcomb Wright, 7 o'clock, Kansas Tree Care, 15, Red Legs, 5. 
Looks like Kenny kicked for the cycle. And Kenny had an inside the park home run, which Kenny, we're only mildly impressed. <laughs> and Nick also had an inside the park home run. What? And then I got notes. I just have to find them. I'm a mess over here. Sorry, guys. Good job, Kenny. Thank you for teaching Bunting at the Kifa Clinic on Saturday. Yeah. Kifa. It says uh, Zimni. I reached out to Zimni. He said, um, our team is a combo. Is um, There's a combo where half the team has a lot of experience. The other half ha- has very little. But the attitude and energy has been great from all. And the pog- progress I'm seeing each week makes me feel like the Red Lake's future this season is a bright one. Jordan is a boss-ass bitch. She's a badass player, captain, Spect. and coach. I love playing for her. And with her. And I was like, yeah, she's a fucking killer out there. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows that. I found notes for the Jerks Rockets game from Liz Carr. It says, I reffed the end of the Soda Jerks game. Jerks struggled to get on base with runners, but still gave 110% at the end. Hannah's energy the whole time was so fun. I don't know how she has that much energy energy during a 5 o'clock game. (laughs) Um, Any other notes on KTC or Red Legs? Kansas Street here? It looks like Angela's still out with her injury, but I feel like I see PT on her Instagram stories every week, so I think she's getting better. Hopefully right. she'll be back. She was refing, so that game counts for you. It looks like Mags or Cass was able to score for Kansas Tree Care. Um, I can't tell if any of the other – they don't fill them in. They just kind of outline them, whoever did the score I sheet. Know, I, I was confused. I was like, where's yeah. all these runs? But they're just, they're just not filled in. And for Red Legs, it looks like – so, so many, so many so things, many to, fill things to fill in. <laughs> looks it like looks, Jess scored for Red like Legs. Jess scored. Anna got on base. There's two Annas for Red Legs. That's confusing. Uh, there's one in and two ins. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a couple people got on base for them. Uh, it, again, not a lot of notes. I'm sorry, guys. Um, next game, Broken Arrow. Welcome back, Broken Arrow. We missed you. 5 o'clock, R bar, 7, Home Loans, 11. Did anybody make it out to this game? Is this the only game we have no notes on? We failed again. There, there's some notes written on the um, Home Loans okay. score sheet. Okay, can somebody read them? <laughs> Says in the first that Wilson had a home run, hit infield, outfield, grass line, so it probably bounced off of there, causing the ball to go over the center fielder's head. Yeah. In the second, there was an error by the scorekeeper. Two runs scored by Nicole and Gage. The outs were Kara, Daniel, and Wilson, and with Wilson on second. Oh, okay. It looks like they marked just marked the wrong people. Okay. It looks like Kara scored, got on base, and then um, let's see, Natalie, Isabella. It looks like they played uh, three, four ladies. Uh, Kylie scored. No, that's Kyle. Sorry, it's look. It looked funny. Um, Looks oh, like I Sarah that, or yeah, Amber Sarah, scored. Sarah, Sarah from scored. Arbar scored two runs. She they they were splitting, and I think um, three out of two out of the three times that Sarah kicked, she she made it home. Yeah, and it looks like a girl named Shelby for Arbar got on base and got stranded a couple times. So let's work on uh, n- another Getting clinic thing. Should in. be not stranding players in the future. <laughs> that should be a clinic thing. Um, next game, Broken Arrow, 7 o'clock, Post House 9, Shirt Factory 3. Ooh, I got to watch this game. Is that because you like it harder? It is because I like it harder. Woo-hoo. Yes. Um, <laughs> I made it over to Broken Arrow to watch this game, so 
I, I was there for a few innings, and I was like, oh, yeah, I need to take some notes. So I was just oogling the third baseman. Um, <laughs> for, let's see, for, for shirts, they've got Bree covering second. I miss her at the mound, but she is at second and taking all those throws from Steve at third, like, her hand, I mean, the ball doesn't even, like, waver in her hands. Like, Steve's rocketing it over there, and she's just, like, psh, like catching it. Every every throw from Steve Debris wasn't out. Um, uh, her sister, Riley, uh, was playing short and had some great catches there and some great bunts. Um, their center fielder, who was some young, you know, they got some some young friends of Yurish, Yurish's kids playing there. And this center fielder's just, like, diving his ass off like Sam on our team, like, you know five or seven years ago when he used to dive all the time. Um, yeah, their center fielder was great. Um, for post house, uh, Mariah, who is uh, Richard's girlfriend, had an amazing catch. She was at Rover, and it was a diving catch into the foul territory, like into the dirt grass area. Like, it was amazing. Um, and then there was a line drive. Shirt kicked the line drive to third, to the third baseman. It bounced off of him. Bounced over and then bounced off of Riley, and then she, I think, stopped it with her foot and, like, popped it up and then got it and threw it, like, sidearm to first and got oh, the out, dang. of course. Um, she had so many just, like, good outs from pitcher to first. Um, she's solid. Yeah, she's, she's so solid. Um, Marcus Marcus kicked it to Topeka. Hey. Uh, over left field. Uh, over John Peach's head. It was It was a bomb. Like, there was... He he could have just walked the whole the whole bases. He was he was in sweatpants and long sleeves per usual. Of course, of course. Um, <laughs> Marcus always fully covered from head to toe. He's got a good reason for it. And uh, Colin Flanders had a really good diving catch as well on post house. Um, I mean, what scores nine three? It was Close just game. it was just post house like doing really well on um, on offense and. It looks like sure, the factory couldn't string well anything together. It's, yeah. it's one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, up and down uh, the score sheet for, for a shirt factory. Yeah. So it yeah. was just uh, it was just post house's game to win. For sure. It's yeah. pretty good if they held him to nine because post house does like to score a lot of runs if they can. Yeah. Yeah. And they will, I mean, they will capitalize on your mistakes and, you know, a ball thrown behind them. Like, oh, yeah, they've got run. a lot of speed on that team, a lot of smart players. Aggressive runners. Yeah. Betsy and uh, Simon were gone. Yeah, I was about to say something about that. They were gone because of their uh, one year anniversary trip. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I was gonna say, Betsy's my kickball crush. So I was kind of sad that she wasn't here this weekend. <laughs> she's like, everyone's got to have a kickball crush, right? She plays first for us, and she's like solid with those hands. You're talking about uh, oh, for six five. Yeah, yeah okay. Traveling. Okay, yeah, she plays first. first. Okay, she's so good at first. Um, Absolutely. Hmm. Uh, more kickball happened. Uh, Lions East, 5 o'clock. D-Holes, 5. Johnny's, 14. There's a lot of notes on this one. <laughs> um, it says, the sun, will not stop <laughs> the sun will not stop Cedric. Amazing plays at third baseman. Right after I wrote this, mistakes were made in the 7th. <laughs> Amazing catch by Sam Beham to stop the bleeding in the 7th. Top-notch rally kicks by Aerie and Sam in the 8th. Tall jumping catch by Zach at first base to end the game on what would have been another otherwise stellar kick by Bickle. Oh, man, that was a kick by Bickle, and it was, like, on a fucking rope, and that guy just snatched it out of the air. Snatched it straight out of the air. Um, Great kick by Mike in the fifth. Uh, Carry clutch stop and throw to first for the third out in the sixth. Austin slide at second and had another slide at home to score in the eighth. 
Any notes from the players? Carrie at first, or Carrie at pitcher is just like, she's a fucking monster. I mean, I don't know how many times we had to tell people, if you're going to bunt, keep it away from Carrie. And they were just like, well, we'll just keep giving it to her. Is she she gunning you down or running you down? Both, Both, man. I mean, it didn't matter. I mean, she pitches and then she can slide over and play bump block in like, you know, two two jumps. Like, she's just tiny and fast and good. I mean, we have a lot of people on our team who don't play in City League, who only come out on Sundays and aren't very often they're active on the Facebook page. So when they get to those games, sometimes it's the first time they've ever seen these players. So a lot of us kind of have to fill them in on them since we've played with them for so long. But I guess we didn't warn them well enough. Honestly, the paper shows a a different story. You guys took the lead. You were up 2-0 and uh, 2-1. That was the last time we had the lead. But it looks like you held them. Uh, It was um, 3-6 going into the 6th. And the seventh inning, like the note says. There was a lot of stuff just one during bad the inning. seventh inning that just complete flukes of nature, too, or freaks of nature. It, like um, a ball was coming down, and when it landed to bounce, it hit half on the ground and half on second base, which, like, ricocheted off. Way, I mean, so nobody was in the direction that it went. Just, And I think that happened, like, twice that inning, too. Bad you luck just, and good erase luck. that seventh inning. Yeah. That would be yes, please. Great. Except for the part where Sam had like the most amazing catch in the outfield. Yes, if he, you get rid of the seventh inning, the score would have been seven to five. Yeah. So, so was the seventh inning where the cooler came into play? <laughs> oh, oh so we had a a ref uh, at third base, and his cooler, like his stuff for his game, was sitting there, and a ball got overthrown, uh, and it got wedged between the fence it, and their cooler. Yeah. And so then they rushed to get together, like because because runners just ran, right? Like three people scored, and so we rushed out together, yada yada yada. Two runners went back because it was, you know, it's like if a ball goes in a dugout into a dugout. Yeah. yeah. After that inning, we put all that shit on the other side of the fence. So if you have big coolers and you're reffing, put it put it elsewhere because we don't want that kind of crap to happen. Um, that's crazy. I, I, th- I think we had two double plays. In this game. I'm pretty certain, yeah. And it's not on the score sheet, but I'm going to tell you all because I have no shame. I hiked the ball between my legs and got somebody out of first base. Yes, queen! And that's the third time I've done that successfully. Always always in games that we're going to lose, but um, I still did it. So, go me. Drink. Drink. <laughs> woo it looks like Johnny's has some good stats for their ladies. Uh, Christina, like she said, is new. She was able to get on base. It looks like she got to third and then got. Um... Third ladies are good. Yeah. Well, yeah like, so no, both teams, you've got one to three outs going. Yeah, I was say, yeah. Christina, when we played her earlier in the season, like she was definitely she was vomiting into the grass routinely. So I mean, she's definitely got a leg on her. Yeah. All the, I mean, Jesse and warmups was just kicking the shit out of it, and every time she came up in the game, I was like. Watch your fucking leg. I saw what you did in warm-ups. Yeah. And then she'd bunt. I'm just like, who's telling your ass to bunt? Like, you need to be kicking away, girl, because her kicks were over, you know, over the long dirt infield and way into the grass. So their their ladies are solid, dare I say. I think their ladies are all better than their than their fellas. Yeah. I will I will shout out to their ladies. <laughs> I said uh, it. Carrie scored twice. Um, it looks like Jesse scored. It looks like Lainey scored. Christina almost scored, but it looks like they had a lot of runs by ladies. So good job, ladies. Keep it up. I'm sorry, D. Fun game, Johnny's. Fun yeah. game. Um, next game, Lions East, 7 o'clock. Um, Woost, 17. Late fees, 9. I do know that before this game, there was a, a car accident for Danimal. He's fine. 
His car's totaled, but Dan is not injured. I don't know if he's wearing a shirt right now. Um, no, probably not. Was he shirtless in the car accident? Um, I think he was wearing a shirt in the car accident. Okay. It actually happened right in front of uh, Gio and Elliot's house um, on the way to kickball on Derek's oh. team. Oh. So they went out and checked on him. And I checked on, I call, I got a hold of Amanda today, and he is fine. He can't get a hold of a rental car, so he can't come to work for a few days. Oh. But Dan is fine. So I know Woos was playing without Dan last minute uh, decision. And that's a huge... That is lost a huge to not loss be to them. Yes. Dan's a man. It doesn't show it on the scorebooks. Nope, no, it's not. True. Um, there are no notes for this one, so someone was there. Oh, it says, uh, feels like 105 degrees, lots of chirps. Chirps? I, that's what the scorekeeper wrote. A lot of chirping? From Johnny's. <laughs> Did you stay and watch this game? I think the heat made everyone just a little bit angry on Sunday. <laughs> Did either of you stay and watch actually, this game? Actually, I, I think you're looking, you're actually looking at... Aaron, you're actually looking at the Harpies oh, okay. um, notes because there are no notes on the Woost and Late oh. Tees game. Oh, then they're in the, so I've, the Harpy game. Which the notes are chirp. in the wrong spot. Um, the person <laughs> with the notes on the Harpies game just went outside. So, <laughs> not the Harpies game. Not the, uh, not the Harpies game. Woost and Late Tees. So we'll come back to Woost Too and Late Tees. Too many seltzers. Too many seltzers. Um, Lions West, 5 o'clock. Harpies <laughs> 17, Red Lion 20. This womp, is where there was womp, chirps. Womp. This is where the chirping happened. This is definitely where the chirping happened. Again, this is why you don't say on the internet. He did or, not. Nope. Or, I guess it was said for him. But it, it was reported. You never say you're going to hold the lion to four. Neither team you know, was held to under ten. It was just him and a friend talking. He wasn't like. Red know. lion only likes to show out when people don't expect them to show out. Like, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I roughed this game, so it really just came down to um, Harpies burned the red line outfield in the starter and got some runs, and then later on, um, red line returned the favor by burning some of the Harpies outfielders. Um, later in the game, Harpies kind of did some mistakes that allowed red line to capitalize. Uh, both teams, I was on the third base side, so I can't say it all, but the uh, booze and heat definitely got some chirping going on. I think there was an injuries to both teams, Grant, later in the game, and then there was a woman early who... Janelle. Janelle was bunting and had a quad issue, I think. So uh, both were had injuries in the game. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, like, Chelsea, you can understand this. You have children, and, you know, children don't listen. What? Children, don't listen. And I told my team, I was like, look, guys, yes, Red Lions team is older. They may not be as fast as us. So but these guys have been playing forever, and they all play soccer. They know how to fucking play kickball. Do not sell them short. They can fucking kick. Did they listen to me? No, because no. I'm old, and I don't know what the listen fuck to I'm your talking mother. to. Listen to talking your mother. About, right, exactly. And Chris, never be burned Will twice. I believe it. Hopefully Will learned his lesson and will listen to me when I say he can kick. Back the fuck up. Do you, Wait, was, why do you was, have like a, a timeout playpen in the Harpy dugout for I, these maybe kids I that need are listening one. to you? Maybe I need one. Wasn't Will playing catcher last week? No, no, we have two Wills. It's very confusing. We have two Wills, sorry. Okay. We have Will in our center field and Will at catch. Okay. So, so which Will is in center field? Davis. Lawfer is our catcher, yes. Right. So, so that's uh, what's that? 
Legacy Harpy? Legacy. Legacy. He should know better. He, yeah. He's been watching the games for 10 years. He should have known. <laughs> but no, known. he did not listen. And It'll, it yeah. will happen. So I, I saw Troy Pomeroy in the parking lot. Yes, he played for Red Legs most recently, but wasn't playing. Okay, so he didn't play this week at all? No, he, he just came in a couple, I think, was he it Chris watched. Ford, too, came Yeah, out? Chris Ford and, and Troy Pomeroy are quote-unquote retired, which they've both quote-unquote retired multiple times, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, what were you going to say about Troy? Oh, I was just curious if he played for oh, Red no. Lion or if he played in that, you know, no. in a game today or Sunday, oh, whatever wanna, day it was. Also, in this game, before we move on, I wanted to give a big shout-out to Lindsey Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, for trying to control her team, there was a lot of chirping going on, and Lindsay stepped up, and I thought, like, she did a really good job trying to, like, squelch the the bantering that was going on. So, thanks, Lindsay. Also, congrats, Lindsay Murray. Got engaged Yay. yesterday. Woo! Woo-hoo! Well, when you look at the score sheets here, it looks like the ladies did pretty well for both teams. Um it, uh, Lindsay didn't split kick. Uh, the rest of the ladies for Red Lion did. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm reading this wrong. It looks like they got some on bases there. And then the ladies for Harpies, Becca scored. It got on base a couple times. It looks like a little more struggling over there. Yeah, it looks like Hal yep. got on base. Yep. Um, I, I completely fouled out, so um, a 30-pack for my team on Sunday. So. Ooh, Mommy's bringing beer. Yeah, I'm You're bringing You're the cool beer. mom. I, yeah. They are all 21. You should they make are. Will the bring the beer. Make Will bring it. <laughs> all right. They definitely are. Uh, the next game, <laughs> Lions West, 7 o'clock. Drop Stoppers 4, Young Spine 5. Ooh, close game, yes. Yeah, so um, I'll start with some kudos to our team. Heather, playing second base, had a tipped ball, tipped it three times to herself before she eventually caught the ball while falling to the ground. Great job there. Tyler from shortstop made some awesome catches. He was all over the infield. Um, Aaron, our catcher, to Anthony, our first baseman, the connection was solid all game. On to the drop stoppers. Uh, The first base person, Kelly, um, never got clear pronouns, um, so it's rare that I see a woman playing first, and she's tall, and she just trapped all of the balls to her chest. Uh, just nothing was getting past her. It was thrown towards her torso. She also took a beating by the catcher who threw it, and she trapped it against her neck, and at one point even against her face, and her sunglasses went flying several feet in the air. No cares from her, just doing her job. So she plays in uh, Kansas City. Yep, she plays in the Kansas City League. I think she, but Adam said she's new to this league. She's new to this league. Her and her husband are both new to KVKL, but they both play in Kansas City with uh, Josh Ritten. Welcome. Yep. Yeah. So Kelly got a facial? Sounds like <laughs> what I heard. No comment. Drop stoppers basically <laughs> shut down our bunt game, forced us to place kick the whole game. Uh, kudos to them. Defense is what really – Won the game. Both teams had some drops and some bobbles and some crucial moments. Um, I think both teams left bases loaded at one point each. So Looks like it, yeah. Well, it looks like it was a really close battle for both teams. It felt back and forth the entire time. It yep. was. Yeah, it absolutely was. Looking at the score, you guys were tied 2-2 two to two for a couple innings. You are tied 1-1 one to one for a couple innings. Um, they went up 4-2, and then you – they went up 4-3, and then you guys won in the bottom of the ninth. It looks like walk-off. Yeah, so there was a 
Uh, drop stoppers say controversial call on first. Um, uh oh. They they ball hit our runner before he hit first base, but they had called an interference on the first base woman. I didn't see it. I was sending my runner to home. So at that point, we were tied, two outs, one runner on first, and then we kicked around three people to get our guy home. Oh. That was the controversial out. And so, I don't know, it was a good game. I, I always have respect for Adam's team. I would have been happy either way. You started on that team, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Good transition. Um, the uh, Young Spine, owned by Yacy, is a sponsor for the Kickball for All clinic and tonight's podcast. You got anything fun you want to talk about? Work-wise, you want to sponsor? Uh, yeah, listen, there's quads and hammies all over the place. I thought it was just a last summer thing from COVID, but um, I definitely do dry needling to help that stuff out. So you can hit me up if you need help with any of your kickball injuries. Perfect. Um, let's go to Hobbs. Hobbs Park, uh, 7 o'clock. Corksuckers, 8. Tropics, 7. Um, I got to watch this game, and it was a really, really fun game to watch. Um, it was close the whole time. Um, I've got some notes from Clint that he added. He said they only had three ladies this week, and I think they played the same positions all game. Sarah was at Rover because her ankle was injured and she couldn't move around much, and Jill was at shortstop and Jana was at second. Um, Corksuckers are just like a fun team to just like watch and play. Um, I think like there was a lot of bantering going on in this game by the Corksuckers to their own players. So that was really enjoyable. They like, I mean, like talk some major trash on poor Clint. Um, what about? Did they talk crap on Cougar? No, no, all? just uh, Clint, just Clint. You can't talk trash on your teammates. Who can you talk Actually, trash on? Actually, I think he likes it. It like pumps him up, and you know, then he does really well. So it was, it was quite funny. Um, and Has then Clint worn the singlet this year. He did. He game, game of the week. week. Game of the week. Yes. He, he only wears it. it under the lights. I think. Yes. Um, so there were like. Was it KBC has some like really awesome ladies, and I unfortunately don't know their names very well. Piper, Kira, and Riley. Yes, but I, you know, while I'm watching, I don't know who sure, sure, they sure. are, but I'm pretty sure it was Piper. Damn, that girl can kick. She like amazing kicking and um, some great catches by her. And then there's some notes by Cougar. It says Piper was not only the best lady non-binary in the game. She was arguably the best player on the field, period. And I, I can attest to that. She was killing it to, uh, on Sunday. She went three for four and could have went four for four and tied up the game in the seventh inning if there wasn't a spectacular tip-drill catch by the left center fielder. And Piper had two terrific snatches at second base. Nice snatch. Snatch. yeah. snatches. That should be a drinking word. Uh. Kira made two. <laughs> Twist my arm. Kira made two put outs at pitcher to first base. Riley at Rover made a scooping catch in the sixth inning. She had a gash on her left knee as a result of her um, fine efforts. Also, Riley inspired me to buy Taco Bell Crunchwrap Supremes for everyone on the team after the game because each time I yell crunch, crunch, crunch to get the outfielders to come closer, I can't stop now. <laughs> so, on the defense, Riley yells crunch wrap supreme. Okay, something new we just learned. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure that's So did he do it? Yes, apparently he did. Yeah. So Supremes, Supremes delivered for a week to for the Hobbs. team during the season. Okay. On the mound? 
Let's let's hold him to that. I'm hoping after. I hope I'm hoping after. after. Since there was no 5:30 p.m. game for the world last Sunday, I, okay, hold on. Lots of like notes here. Hold you know on. the Crunchwrap Supremes. You can get them with taco meat or black bean. Just pro tip. Okay. If you didn't know. It's a pro tip right there. It says there was a triple by Ben in the first inning on a line drive, a two-shot home run by Ben. So Ben might be the MVP for Corksucker. Yes, Ben is, ben is totally like I like. Oh, I have so many notes, but since it's like you know the Kifa podcast, Kifa. Yes, Drink. drinks. We're allowed to talk nicely okay. about everyone. All right. Well, I mean, I've got some like kickball you know, is for all. Thank you. It is for all. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see here. Any other? Any other? Cork or Tropic notes? I don't think any more that I need to. Ooh. All right. Okay. Um, I will Whistle. say that KB Tropics are doing this thing that a lot of teams do where they kick all three ladies in a row. Spread them Boo. out. I would like to discuss that. I want to know why that originated. Why is that a strategy? That could be a discussion question. I'll add that. Well, I like, I, picking we can talk all right three now. ladies together. Your ladies. We, we can talk about that right it's now. It's a lady sandwich in the 789 spot. I think it's sexist. I think that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, Love Garden did it too, 8, 9, 10. Um, a lot of teams used to do that in the past when it was considered a, um, you're, well, we're just going to get three outs anyway, so let's just get them back to back and move on to the next inning attitude. Bullshit. Which is, I think, literally why Kifa was starting. You mean 11 years ago prior to Kifa starting? Prior yeah, to Kifa starting. And there's still, there's still a few misogynistic people out there who are doing it, and sometimes it's a strategy and sometimes it's an accident. Um, most, uh, most of these scorecards, it looks like they're, they're broken up a bit, but you do still, still see them back to back. I love it when you see ladies in the two spot, the three spot, the four spot. Um, but I do believe the three girls in a row, or the three females in a row, specifically is based on the attitude of, well, let's just get, let's it just done. get our three outs out of the way and move let's on to a better kicker. Let's get that inning done, move and you'll on. Always, you'll always see a boy-male figure kicking after them to reignite the lineup again after that. Exactly. And Gross. you will see that again. Um, the final game of the week, which I somehow neglected to put on the master. <laughs> it's, it's after the sponsor shout-out. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay. Sponsor shout-outs. We're doing extra sponsor shout-outs today. Um, last week, we had some audio problems, and Drone Lawrence was the sponsor last week. And so, Seth Sanchez was promoting his business, uh, Drone Lawrence. They do amazing snapshots. You can hire them to do snapshots. You can buy the prints online. You can buy the calendar. Drone Lawrence does amazing work. If you haven't seen the picture of Championship Street or Championship Night on Mass Street. It's amazing. Just Google Drone Lawrence, go to the link, go to the website, look at the pictures. They're amazing. They're really beautiful, and they do uh, do special requests and orders and things like that. I like Championship Street myself. We should rename Mass just Championship Championship Street. Street. You really should. They've got a great picture of the Sunflower at Grinter Farms. They've got a great picture of Kansas City, the Western Auto. So check out Drone Lawrence. They have a great picture of Hobbs, too, don't they? They have a good picture of Hobbs, but it's empty. And I have specifically commissioned oh. I've commissioned him to do a picture of Hobbs when it's full during a game. Nice. I should have got that for my wedding. I should have got a drone shot of Hobbs at my now wedding. Now we know. Dang that would have been great. Now we know. Shit. So um, have to get married again. Or yeah. Yeah. we're not talking about Put next dress week yet. On. But I will Still say Drone Lawrence will be rec- uh, above the game of the week next week. Nice. So shout out to Seth Sanchez. Thank you. Maybe flash a drone. I think a he should do July fun. 11th instead. <laughs> I, you know, I wish he would do all the games. If I'm being honest, to go with the uh, the broadcast that Aaron and, and Sean do, which is amazing. If you haven't listened to the Game of the Week podcast online, 
I definitely recommend you do that because you can watch it and listen to their play-by-play, and it's a, just a totally different game to watch when you do that. Some of us have to go home because we live out of town, and then we sit in bed and eat Taco Bell and watch the game on our phones, and it's the best Sunday night ever. Are they crunch wraps? Oh, I'm really into the potato soft tacos right now, and the Mexican pizzas, which are now discontinued until August because they run out of shit, apparently. I don't know. It's a thing. I had two the first week they came back, and now they're fucking gone again, so... It's pretty good. It's pretty also good. out of shit. <laughs> okay, my notes say that now we're doing the newlywed game with well, Ari as our it's host. Not really oh, newlywed. It's esque. It's newlywed esque. We'll call it old oldie. Is it a, a game we could play at a pool party? I'm a spinster. Pool party. You could play it. You could play this at a pool party. No, I'm going. I don't, so, I don't see how I fit in. I'm a spinster. How do I do this? Okay. So I passed out some paper and some pen. It's basically, I'm going to ask you a question. You have 10 seconds to write your answer down, flip it over, and then I want to see it, and you might have to explain to me why you picked that answer. Anybody else need a pen? And they are, they are kickball questions. Hopefully they're quick. Okay, so we're trying to match what your answer will be? Who, no, who are we matching? I, no, we're just trying to match in general? There, there's no match. I just want to see what you say under pressure. So it's oh. not really a newlywed game. It, 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 was, it was named. It's just a rapid fire question. Rapid Who is fire. best under pressure? Are there winners and losers? Because I'm terrible under we're pressure. We're all winners. Game. We're all winners at this but table. Oh my god. When you Ooh. Back. No, it's called adjusting. <laughs> it's called it you don't pop, you adjust, correct? Isn't that right? You're adjusting, yeah. not popping. Yeah, no one really cares. It's the same thing. I, I, I mean, want I want it feels pops. so good though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so you have ten seconds to answer this question. Oh my god. Write it down, turn it over, and then I want to see them all, and then I might ask you why you answered that way. Do, 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 okay, gotcha. Do, I can do that. Do, I was like, Wait, do. Do we okay. The question is, if you could play on any other team, what team would it be? One Mississippi, oh two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five Mississippi, six Mississippi, seven, eight, nine. Time's up. We'll go around the table, and I want to hear... Yeah, maybe. It's a novel. All right, Chelsea, go. What team you'd play for the Woos and why? Because um, I love to give jolly shit, and Esco's got the greatest laugh. <laughs> That's a good, good answer. Good answer, good answer. Dr. Yacy. I put Reading Rockets or Honey Badgers because they have amazing energy. I like it. I also wrote Badgers because... Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't give a shit? They don't give a shit. <laughs> and uh, I think that uh, I've... I've and one of the best base coaches and kicking coaches in the league, and I think I can help them out with that. I <laughs> love it. Live. And it can't be a team you already played on. Shout out to the I, coaches. Yeah. <laughs> I said harpies because my kickball family's over there with Stacey oh, and Grant. Love it. We would take you any day. <laughs> Next year's trade? I broke the rule and said drop stoppers since they're what got me into the league and okay. made me realize that it wasn't a bunch of douches. Right. <laughs> Shout out drop There's a lot of douches in around I mean, here. There still are a lot of douches. <laughs> there's, still, there's still a few douches. Uh, I said harpies as well, but I had a caveat. Uh, I said all the old players as well as the new players because I came in knowing the old players who are fucking awesome. They are awesome. Matt Lovely people. And there were cookies. So, cookies. Oh. Uh, there were vagina. There were there were vagina and boob cookies at the Akifa. On Saturday, drink. Shout and then um, Kiva. The, Kiva. The, uh, the, the lady that brought her granddaughter walks over to the cookies and she goes, what are these? And I go, oh, they're cookies. Like, what flavor? I was like, uh, ginger? I don't know. But, she, <laughs> but she's just staring at the vagina cookies. And I was like, 
there's Oreos over there. I was trying to get her away. <laughs> they no. So Lane also made cookies for the Johnny's game that we played. We gave them cookies and we brought some to the podcast. There will be another game this season that there will be cookies at. So mm-hmm. I can't. I can't guarantee what oh, yeah. that is, but there will be cookies at I'm, one game. I'm this I started reading the flavors, season. and it was cocoa coochies and vanilla vaginas. <laughs> and that granddaughter was right snatches. next to me, and she's like, what? I was like, I think it's chocolate and vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to the ginger snatch. They're delicious. It's just Brutang. Yeah. Because it's for the children. Brutang. Right. We all know I fucking love children. Oh, my. <laughs> We know you do. And we have a cute baby now. <laughs> do. She is actually she the cutest. Really cute. I chose the Rockets because yeah. they are just so much fun, and I just like love repping them and watching them play. They just, you know, always have a good time. They normally have a good set list. Yeah, good I music. Do. Yeah. Ari, did you write? I did not write. Do I have to pick one? Um. Do 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 do. Am I lame do. if I say I want to play with my husband so we have the same schedule so we can just like ride the same game? Together? Yes, I fucking lame. Time, like convenience. I literally almost did that. Right? There's and no I way like, I would like play on a like, different take team. Take him across town. That's I'll way too complicated. Up. Refing and playing. And right? you have a baby now. That's that's a lot of work. What's yeah. the next question? Oh, I've got another one. You guys have some more cards. Let me open. Um. You only have one bar in LFK to go to for the rest of your life. What bar is that? One. I know your answer. I'm not going to even bother. Two. I know. Three. Pick a bar. Four. Five. Can we just six, start now? Seven. If you all have our bars. Red Lion. Red Lion. Everybody at once? One. Red Lion. West Coast. Red Lion is way too far from my house. I wrote Sandbar. Oh, you uh, like the, you like the baby oh, in the house? Yeah, I'm sorry. It might as well be the wheel or the or the hawk. It's because she wants to dance on the uh, the bar like she's having a pool party. Oh, yeah. Pool party, right? Oh. Liv says my pool you party. You even play for life. Harbor Lights, and you picked Sandbar. She didn't even oh, know that was a bar. She did not know Oopsies. it was a bar. <laughs> any any other alternatives? <laughs> she didn't even know it was a bar. <laughs> Okay. I'll wear one whatever more? they tell me to one wear more. if I can I'm play. Which one I want to do? Hmm. Do do do. They're not, they're not raunchy. They're pretty <laughs> boring. They're pretty kickball related. Um, here you go. Kickball's if you could steal do. a player from any other team to add to your team, who would that player be? Ooh. One. Dos. Trace. And do we have to name that player? Quattro. You sure do. Okay. Yeah. Cinco. Seis. Siete. I took two years of Spanish. Ocho. No way. <laughs> is that what you learned? Is that all you learned? Well, I actually took two years in high school and two years in college, and I was like 10 credits from a minor. So, so a, a little more. Better, a little more. A little, okay. a little better than what you think. Okay, so who who would you steal to add to your team? Uh, uh, Miller time. Oh, Sorry. Sarah Jordan. Oh, Jordan, Jordan Miller. Jordan Miller time. I was like, can we get Sarah Miller back? I would, take, I would take Sarah as right. well. Jordan. Can I get, like, both the Millers? So, Sarah Miller, oh. come back and visit us from California, please. <laughs> So, me, I'm going to continue with the Reading Rockets and the Honey Badgers. Uh, Hannah Blodgett from the Reading Rockets. Clearly, I just think Young Spine would do well with a lot more energy. And I don't know, who's the hype guy from Honey Badgers? Which one? Which one? Kenny? The, co- yeah. the captain? 
Yeah, so Kenny from Honey With Bad. the broken elbow? Or is that Brooksy? Uh, no, that's Brooksy. <laughs> Brooksy, he played catcher or pitcher. I wrote Angelou. I cheated. Oh, <laughs> Angelou. Angelou. Angela and Lou's celebrity um, couple yeah, time. Uh, Lou at third base, lights out. Angela also lights out wherever you put her. And uh, I think my team could, could do for some infield lights out this year. We're, oh, yeah. we're struggling a little bit infield. You can pick a lady and a guy if you want to. Okay, yeah, yeah. Make it easy. Sorry, I went with the concert Sorry, combo. That's fine. You can, Chelsea, you can think about it and pick somebody else if you want to. I also <laughs> said Miller time because that's the big bro, so I want Jordan with me. Jordan Miller. <laughs> I would obviously also pick Jordan for a lady, but I picked Dang. Tyler because he's super nice, super athletic. What team? Always wants to have a good time. Love Garden. Tyler and Aaron Wolf. thinks he has a great booty, which he does have a nice Tyler Wolf does have a great booty. His wife is also great. <laughs> yeah. All right, for my lady, I picked Betsy Peterson because she's fucking awesome, baller. She's all she always gets on base, and she's got hands for days. Doesn't matter where she is, outfield, first base, doesn't matter. For guys, it was a toss-up between Grant and uh, Zubalevich. Zubalevich, drink, drink, drink. Yeah, that's a holdover drink. Because they're both so positive and happy. I'd never see them without a smile on their face. Uh, and you should have I seen like Grant this past Sunday. <laughs> I've seen Grant not happy. I did not, I did not see that portion. I'm glad you missed it. Hayden? Um, so I actually picked Ao for my guy. Ao. Yeah, he brings a different kind of energy, and if you've seen his stats this year, we could totally fucking use somebody who's that lights out. Ayo is murdering um, <laughs> He had 11 RKIs on Sunday. And a well, grand you know, slam. Yeah, he, grand slam. he, he just, do his personality, like, just is awesome. Um, really enjoyed nice getting guy. to know him uh, this past year. And then for the lady, it's really challenging for me to pick because there's so many fantastic ladies so in the lady. league. Um, I wrote down Betsy Hatch. Uh, really just love her consistency. She's a veteran player. Um, I was also thinking of Liz Schaefer. Um, just ladies that, like, innately know what's happening next. Um, yeah. Good choices, Stacy. So um, for my guy, I picked Kenny from Kansas Tree Care. Um, I just, you know, he's just one of the nicest guys. And I remember when we came into the league, he taught us so much. Just like even in the games we were playing against them, he was teaching us and, you know, taught my boys. And so, I mean, I got to say, I know, I know Kenny loves his job with Kansas Tree Care, but he, if he had another job in the world, it would be coaching a sport. Oh yeah. Oh, and, so, sure. and, and hopefully he will do that I hope he does. with his boys. Like, absolutely. He definitely needs to do that. And then for, um, ladies, Jordan, Jordan Miller is murdering us yep. in here. Is I she mean, our like, lady crush this year? Like she is just such a every kind, year. Like, she is just an amazing person. Not just like her skills, but to have her personality and like her energy on your team and her, yeah, her attitude. Like yeah, she's just an amazing down. teammate and player. Yes. Like yeah. I like playing circuit with her. Um, I would pick my lady. Came to my head first, like not even a question. Sarah Riley. And if Riley you take Sarah baby. Riley, you get Colin Flanders because they're BFFs. <laughs> they're BFFs and always together. So I, I would take them both. And you can get Christina in there, too. Ooh, yeah. Triple play. I'll take them all. Just did you pick well, well, I had a couple of guys in mind. But you know what? I decided that I was going to take this, this moment to, to really just shout out to Garrett on our team for always looking to me. He's like, whenever we're down, he's trying to, to really hustle it up and make something happen. And 
he doesn't get a lot of credit, but he deserves it. He's a good kid. One right, uh, one it. other okay. shout out for Garrett. So um, he's also very protective of our team, in particular our ladies. And we all know that I need zero help defending myself. <laughs> <laughs> but he yelled back at uh, Scoonies when they started yelling at me, and he got very like he was almost kicked out of the game. He got so upset Aww. because they were yelling at me, and I was like, dude. I fucking got this. He's like, it's just not right, Aaron. He's got big so, brother mojo. He does. That's sweet. And she he has amazing he's hair. He's dead in kickball. I was going to say, and he's so pretty. He's so pretty. He's got pretty hair. Um, recap, game of the week. Last game, we skipped it and are coming back to it. Um, I guess it was on the schedule this way. I didn't, I didn't notice it. Hobbs Park, 9 o'clock, Love Garden, 14, Honey Badgers, 12. But this game might as well have been 1-2, to two, the way the wow. score ended. This game was Such so close. Such a great game. Amazing game. Some uh, the notes say um, same. Sam made a fantastic catch to win the game. Awesome base running by Val. Uh, turned some errors into a triple in the sixth, and Eric scored in the ninth with aggressive base running. So that's just generic notes that don't really help yeah. us out. But let's talk about Jake Garden's kick. Which one? The one that hit the one that hit the line. Yeah, that that Alexis hit the foul caught line, third base and bounced off and scored two runs. I'm that so was glad like, Alexis caught a good clear shot of that because that was, sometimes from the booth the camera doesn't catch the far angles of the foul lines. So that was that a great was just extra shot. The nastiest shot. fucking kick I've seen in a game of the week in a while. Good, job, good nasty. Jake. Hey Jake, I'm gonna drive through St. Louis in like a month. Can Steve and I come stay at your house on a Thursday night? Let me know. Yeah. Too bad Drone Lawrence wasn't out there to catch that. Fucking oh, right. Drones, you missed your chance. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> Now, squids and honey badgers both do the thing we talked about that we don't like. They bat their ladies eight, nine, oh, ten. All and then three of them? Both, I mean, both, both teams? Yes. Both teams do all three. Yes. Both teams. And I mean, both teams put a boy or a man following the, the three ladies specifically. Trust to your wrap ladies, it around. people. They're trust defensing your ladies. three really good ladies. Like, those ladies are yeah, going to score. You can yep. put, yeah. And move runners and get on. And right. they've got their on base. Their, they, uh, it looks like either Elise. No. It looks like Riley or Jackie scored. And then um, that's for Love Garden. And then for Honey Badgers, everyone saw Val's triple, right? Woo! That, she that, was, to, that was amazing. And then she scored. Um, it looks like a shared spot for, I can't read the name, Savannah and uh, Ellie, another Ellie, Ellie maybe? Yeah, it's Ellie. Yeah. Ellie. Um, it looks like they one of them scored and one of them got on base in the next inning. So, you know, don't count your ladies out. Give mm-hmm. them the advice they need if you don't think they're getting on base and put them in a spot to to. Do better, like for sure. And they don't have move to your runners. They yeah, move they runners. just move. Move mm, your yeah. runners. Yeah. They can just move Space runners, them out. But... You can. You don't have to take three outs in a row in your brain like that. Don't. I'm fucking think about old it like and that. slow, and I move my runners almost yeah. every time. Yeah. So Except for this as much game. as the game was great, I'm I'm not trying to bring the energy down about how great this game was, but come on, guys. Yeah, and Ellie from uh, Badgers came to uh, kickball for all and got. And learn, and she said she learned a lot, and she was really positive out there. So she's trying to make the difference and trying to do better to get on and everything. So she deserves her own spot and not split kick. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, Val obviously deserves her own spot. Her heads-up awareness on that field play was just stunning to watch. We can talk about the boys all night, apparently, because they got to kick more because they, you know, kicked one through seven. But um, also, uh, Spencer's play at one with uh, Kenny sliding in. Oh. And RJ rounding one and taking two. There was a lot of discussion about that afterwards. People trying to figure out what happened. Gotcha. So uh, force 
versus uh, tag up. You have to know which one you have to get first. If you tag the wrong person first, then the other person can advance. And that's what happened there. They tried to go for the tag. Tag at first? Well, they were both on base at the same time. So right. only one of them was a force Only out. one of them was a they force out. They needed to tag the tag other runner. And the, Yeah, and the, so the RJ, RJ got two because he was never tagged with the ball. So a oh, lot that of was people, good heads up running. Yeah, yeah. very good heads Way up running. But, but if Spencer had the ball and he is the pitcher, was he outside of the diamond I, I'm, when I, this advancement happened? I he had to advance. He had to go some like no, no. I'm just saying he, that like he, he made the he tag. He tagged Kenny. Right. I thought he tossed. I personally, we can go back okay. and check the tape. I personally, don't I don't know. I thought he tossed the ball at Kenny, which means left his hands, which yeah, means you can advance. Hands, it's, it's all good. Okay. So maybe he got so the ball RJ back really the, quickly. RJ was the lead runner. RJ was the okay, kicker. Okay, yeah. Kenny was the lead runner. Gotcha. Okay. So Kenny was on one, tag, ran to tag up and go. Anyway, so I know that play got a lot of questions. So that's that's how that one wrapped up. Were there any other things that people had questions about um, or notes on this? Do we, I mean, there was that, that crazy slide into home kind of action did we want to get into that i mean sure, debatable it. call as far as uh, whether the, the ball badger. hit him in the foot before yep. he touched the base that was a honey badger sliding into home and what was that was that a triple somebody kicked i no that brooksy's brooksy's roll it uh he kicked a triple and ran to first or he kicked he kicked a single and kicked in three runs uh, um, but we can go back and watch the tape to, to check. Yeah, this it one. was. Like, it's definitely a game worth rewatching. I mean, Absolutely. that's for sure. Right. That was it's all some high entertainment head. value. I will say that much. Yeah, we have some added commentary from uh, people texting in Thank God. about oh. uh, ab- about kicking three girls in a row. So oh, is it cougar? Because we don't care. And it's not cougar. It's not cougar. Oh, okay. Well, listen. Uh, it's not cougar. No. So uh, the feedback is. How about instead of bunt drills, ladies do spot kicking drill, or everyone that attends, Kifa, drink, (laughs) does spot kicking drills. I will say at Kifa, after we have the uh, drinking, because I said it, um, we always have the four stations. We have talked in the past about adding a fifth station, but that requires more volunteers and a little more space. Um, And two, we have in the past offered a place kicking and pitching clinic after the original after four, the four. So before you do the, the scrimmage, before the scrimmage, but it was so it was crazy hot this hot. year. People like nobody wanted to do anything right. after the. We skills. almost didn't even have a scrimmage after the the regular drills because it was so hot, and a few people stuck around. So there was a small scrimmage and like place kicking drills after that. Um, but in the past, we've had place kicking and pitching drills, and then a scrimmage where we also help with refing. But it was just so hot, and so many people dipped this year. I mean, You're so hot. Yeah, we can always bun out in the grass and do some place kicking oh, yeah. in the dirt. You know, we could we could add a maybe it's time to add a fifth a fifth skill. I mean, if we need to, if we need to change the stations, we're willing to do that. We just need more volunteers to step up and do it because I, Ari and I have been doing it for a long time, and we want more bodies getting in this so we can stop. I really <laughs> like I really like the way that keep the clinic is set up. I think an idea I had last summer, which I didn't implement this summer. Maybe we can do it next summer. Would be um, write adding, it down. Write it down. Adding now. additional. Um, days where it would not necessarily be a whole day clinic, but would be a couple hours working on certain skills. Kristen CS asked for a clinic in April when it's not so hot. We will take that. Yeah, into that would be great. Or if you fall ball, could be running, or it could be raining. <laughs> if you can promise me no rain, we can. I mean, you can set up a scrimmage whenever you want. The problem is getting people to it. Who can get us uh, some indoor turf space at Rock Chalk Park? Just let us know. That would can be Jackie uh, do that? <laughs> Can't the mayor do that? Oh, that space is harder than you. Let's reach out to the mayor and try to get some indoor uh, 
some indoor turfs uh, so for some kicking in April. <laughs> the later the later start for Kifa, I did like that idea. The reason we started oh, it early yeah. in the past was because it was on a day before KVKL. You can't do it during the game. During the, We do it during the season because new people join. And the idea of doing it before the season, before the new people have even had a chance to join, is yeah, a little tricky. Yeah, new people tricky. join three, four games in. Right. And we did do it earlier this year than we normally do, specifically because the season started earlier than normal. But setting it later in the day is a good idea, except that the very next day you have to play kickball. And so we always did it earlier to give you a little more rest time. Or we could maybe do it, you know, we have, we have one holiday we pick every year. We could do it on that Saturday before, like on that Monday where you don't have a game. The, the Monday where we don't have a game where everybody's traveling, we could definitely try. Yeah, yeah scratch that. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I, I actually like the way it was set up. The summer it worked perfectly. I think maybe it being on Juneteenth or where the celebration happened downtown may have limited some numbers. But true. I think we, I like it being in June, and I like it already after the season starts. So yeah. people yeah. already play some games. The I also like is- the idea of like with, with it being in June, normally it would not have been as fucking hot – but we just, you know, had an incredible heat wave yeah. at this time. The, I, like, you know, like, this time I thought, like, it, would, it was a perfect timing, unfortunately, with the Juneteenth thing, yes. But global warming's real, y'all. It is. All right. um, I will say, um, Ari and I are open to all ideas. We would like to phase out of being the people in charge of this. So if you've got ideas, get on board. Join the charity group. Join the clinic group and uh, get to work. We're happy to have you. Any other notes about Game of the Week before we move on? No. Uh, go watch it back again. and watch it. Get online. It's on Twitch. Watch it. Aaron and Sean did an amazing job talking about it. It's so good. Remember, it's only there for a short time, though, so watch what? it quick. Like how long? I don't know. Like they're gone after a little while. I didn't Just know that. keep that yes. one on there forever and clear out all the space of the other games. Yeah, I, don't, you hear that, I don't know how that works, but keep that. We need to keep that. We're, 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 th- we're looking into it. Okay, we have a few discussion questions. Um, I didn't get any from any list, anybody on the, the thingy on the. Facebook, derp. Um, discussion questions. Pitching. How do you take it? How do you like your pitches? I like it always. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, 10 years ago, people liked pitches fast. Everybody's always taking it to the right of the plate because the left of the plate's normally got a big divot from where the softball players and, and little league players dig in their heels. So everybody likes it to the right. But it seems like people like it slower and slower. And... Is that new? I I think people like it slower because they're probably bunting more. I don't know much about the league's pass, but if you're going to bunt, you want a slower pitch. Yeah. If you're going to line drive, you want it faster. Sacred Sword, they pitch really fast. Then their defense struggles to field the ball because all that momentum's going into the kick. I tried to tell their pitcher that, and... They didn't want to hear yeah. it. Pitchers, I, say, I, I will say pitchers do not want your advice. There's not a single pitcher in this league that wants to hear anything anyone has to say about their precious I actually love when people give me feedback because usually they're fucking wrong. <laughs> point, point in case in point. Yeah. But I like, it, it's an interesting question because I actually asked for pitches to be faster from Free State. And um, I forget who it was that was pitching that particular inning, but... She was like, I'm sorry, what? I was like, can you pitch it faster? Like, (laughs) I'm not getting any younger. I'm not here to work harder. I know how physics works, and I would like to utilize the momentum of the ball and not, like, work my right ass cheek harder. I feel like a fast pitch is usually less bouncy. Yeah. But you got to bend over. You got to do that squat. Balls over toes. And get get down. Like, for me, like, kicking-wise, like, it's situational. It depends on what I need to do. If I need to bunt... 
I'd like it a little slower. If I need to bunt down one, I'd like it, you know, like a little un- further you know, to the outside. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm a, I can switch up, like I can kick both, feet, you know, with both feet. So, Ooh, you know, I do, I do. But if I want to, like, you know, if I'm like looking to move, like, you know, to get on base, actually, then I'm, you know, I want a faster pitch. But if I'm bunting, it, you know, I want it a little slower. And also, like, I kick the shit out of the catchers. So I don't want it inside because if they're my friends, I don't want to do that. I mean, there might be some catchers I want to kick, kick, but that's, you know. They know what's coming. I know. Fast or slow is just relative. I would like it on the right side of the, the plate, if you're looking at the plate, and not bouncy because I'd like to be able to control where it goes. Yeah, never bouncy, never bouncy. Um, and I always try to tell my, because my team control. is mostly new, it's not kicking anything over the plate because sometimes well, the plate is elevated or sometimes. it's lower yep, in the dirt. Exactly. And so it's just questionable what that's going to look like by the time you kick it. Yep. So I give perfect pitches in KVKL because I trust my defense to field the ball. Nice and slow, nice and flat, exactly where you want it. If it doesn't go there, it's because I messed up. But I'm going to give you a perfect pitch. I watch Kenny. You know, I watch some of the top pitchers who I think are top pitchers do the same thing because they trust their defense. Exactly. He does the same thing. Love it. Yeah. When I'm pitching, I'm like, what do you want? Like, I'll pitch. And then it's like, you didn't like that. Okay. Tell me, what is it you want? And I'm going to try to do that. Like, I I'm start with perfect. my hand in my ear, like, yeah. talk to me now. Yeah, it Tell is me. too and hot. I'll give you exactly what you want. Again, For more than three pitches. <laughs> I trust my defense. All right. The next discussion question is I'm going to combo it. It says KVKL seems like it's different now than it was five years ago. Thoughts, pros, or cons. But the next question is also. What are you feeling about the new rele- relegation light, which is not what it's called, um, schedule instead of pool play and ranked play? So, changes in the league. What are your thoughts? Real quickly, because we have a couple other discussion questions. Quick thoughts? Um, it's, it's definitely something different. It's kind of like people talk about like how, what do you, what do you think of this team? And I'm like, well, I mean, I, I find myself doing the, they're probably a two or a three, even though that's not a thing anymore. Yes. So, I mean, that kind of is a little confusing, but. I think it's an adjustment, but I'm happy we got to play KTC, but I feel like after that, our competition's pretty light until the end of the season. Or we play Johnny's and Shirt Factory, and I'd like to play some tougher teams just to better prepare my team. I, your team yeah, literally yeah. was right in the middle. Would, you guys won the plate last year, yeah, right? Yeah. So you literally fell directly in the middle, which means you have one of the weirder lineups to look at. So your... I, I wonder, this probably is a better question directed at top-tier teams or bottom-tier teams, True. because those are the ones that really probably affects the most. Yeah. Or brand-new yeah. teams. Yeah. I know Kansas Tree Care, not KTC, said that a bunch of their games were super easy. Like their competition, like they weren't playing the top teams that they were used to playing, probably especially with the second half of the season, you know, where they'd play a lot more top teams. Like they're not getting that. And it might affect them for the tournament, you know. Yeah, I was going to say something about, because I came from Bun Grind where we were a four or five the years before, and now I'm playing with Harbor, who was muddy, and they're like a one. They were ones before, so I thought when I would come up there, I'd just start playing like top teams all the time. So like now that we're kind of playing everybody, it's a little different for me. But I was excited to get to play like all the upper teams because that's why I moved to teams. Like I wanted to play like the best of the best and like prove myself and like show that it was a good re- it was a good switch of teams for me to do that. But I mean, girl, we I'm know you're a boss. <laughs> But you, as a top tier team, you're like mm-hmm. at least you're like we're sparing the bottom 
six, eight teams. No, for sure. The yeah. massacre that, that no. always happens. But you're not. My, my it can still, still played, happen. I played Love Garden and got say, murdered. So it, it can still happen. Like that. Like there's still a chance that. Kansas Tree Care could play Empire. You are correct. Right, right. So the the, no, cha- sure. the chances are are slim that you're gonna like the very top teams are gonna play the very bottom teams. But there is a chance because mm-hmm. it is all you know like put into a computer and it's you know. Like, yeah. We can save that for the tournament. Right. Yeah. 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 As, as young, young Spine, I think was fives last year. I think we've improved from there, but I've Absolutely. thoroughly enjoyed having more competitive games this year and not getting like. I walk in thinking it's going to be competitive. Last year, I knew we were going to get slaughtered in most of our games. So, I will say that for me, as a past board member who did a large amount of the seating for the tournament, this is going to be tough this year. And I really hope you guys have a plan. Because <laughs> looking at it for me, I'm like, oof, how are they going to? You've got to figure out who played who. You've got to stack it. You, gotta, or you can't just go by wins because some teams are four and one, but their level of play. And you're going to have people giving you their, like, I know Seth is posting his his stats. And I love Seth, and I love his stats. I think his are very good. Ben and I went into almost every tournament ranking with almost the exact same names. So I know Ben's really good at this as well, like, in my opinion, from my perspective. But wondering how you guys are going to go through and look and sort. Like, I hope you guys are sorting Stop already. Stop looking at me, Aaron. You're on the board. I have to look at you. Yes, but... <laughs> I, this is not my skill set. I'm I'm going to be along for the ride, learning this too. Okay, I'm just I would like to see how the tournament wraps up there. I think that one of the things that we haven't brought up with this kind of schedule is what happens when a team does a complete overhaul. Right. And the example I'm going to give is from a few seasons back with Bad News Bagels. Yep. So they were originally a bottom tiered team, and then over the off season they brought in all these stellar players. And all of a sudden started knocking off ones, twos, and they went really far in Absolutely. the tournament. Absolutely. That's happening this year. We have a couple, teams that, have a couple teams that are like doing that. Yeah. No. But if they, if they were in this season's rankings based off of the right. last one, they'd probably be playing the bottom 12, 13 players. Right. And for them. Just murdering them. Yeah. Yep. It's not good practice. And we're seeing that on the top tier, but too, as well with um, Red Legs, with what Zimney said. He said they have half new players and half veteran yeah. players, and they, I think they're one and four right now. But they're a great team. Yeah. Right, right, so, right. so turnover is a thing for both good and turnover, bad reasons. Yeah. So this is something that I, I know this will probably continue on for future years, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on. For I, I'm really curious about how this is going to end up. I'm um, going to go to the next discussion question, um, and it can be very quickly, just a yes or no. Uh, is it me, or are people being more cranky this year than ever? Yes. Yes. No, I don't think so. I think so. some of it also pairs with the prior question. Yeah. I think when you have really, really competitive teams for these really close games, that attitude, plus the 100-degree weather. Kind 100 of degree yes, weather. the heat definitely is a factor. I mean, can I put these in exclamation points in all caps? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes queen. I feel like it's a no. I feel, I feel like I'm just as salty this year as I am every other year, and fuck all of you. Fuck you and find out. Fuck around and find out. I don't know. Okay. Um, my last discussion question is one that I think is a great question for this group of people. What do you think the hardest position is to play on the field, and have you played that spot personally? I'll go first. It's catcher, and I've never played it. That That position has to be on point all the time 
that's uh, the position I started at, and I agree 1,000%. If you're not, if you don't know where the ball needs to be, because you can run in and help the infield, you can run back and help home. So I agree 100%. Catcher is definitely the hardest spot to play. I used to have a great arm, fucked it up in dodgeball. Fuck you, dodgeball. Um, I can't play catcher anymore. I moved to shortstop, can't make that throw anymore. And now I'm in a random spot pitching or rove because I can't make the throws I used to make. So catcher is definitely the hardest spot in my head. Um, that was the same thing I was going to say is catcher and no. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say third and no. I think third base also because you got to field some bunch. you got to field some line drives. you got to play both sides of the line. Making the longest throws. Our third base, the they throw. cover a lot of the bunts as opposed to our catcher because they have the momentum to run and get the ball. you got to be quick. you got to have a great arm. you got to be paying attention. I haven't played it, but I don't think I'm ready. Soon. <laughs> I actually think center field is one of the hardest to play Yes, because you actually have the most ground on the field to cover and you have the most opportunities to fuck up. Absolutely. So um, I've never, uh, I have played center field in <laughs> city league and uh, no, not softball. They know I can't throw um, <laughs> and three, six, five. I've played it. I told them not to put me there and they didn't listen and yeah. we got fucked. So good job. Also, yeah. it's got to be a big bunner, bummer when you get burned, too, instantly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I was going to say catcher, too. I think that's probably the hardest. I played catcher in our ghost game, and it was kind of like I'm, I'm okay, but I'm not as good as it could be. But, yeah, it definitely was hard because you have to be low the whole time. Like, you have to be able to keep that low and, like, scoop a ball up. And the way you have to pick it up and throw it is really hard. So I, I get a lot of If we had credit. running catchers, it would be different. Really different. Yeah. 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 I mean, the catcher right can the start catcher. anywhere behind that little box. You don't have to start on the edge of the box. You can start behind the you kicker, can't but you can't, can't move. move. But you can't move. It's but a you, running yeah, catcher but where you get move. more, yeah. you get your momentum yeah. going. Right. So my, like, I have three. Like, I think it's center, third, and catch. Okay. And I have played, I did play catcher when we first started because, unfortunately, I was one of the most athletic people on the team, but I was also much younger then. Um, so, yes, I did play that. and ago. Yeah. I agree with most everybody else on the whole pitcher and especially catcher because catcher has to also read the other team. They have to know who's coming up, how they kick, and kind of uh, captain the outfield and the infield to say, like, hey, come in. Hey, this person's a lefty, all that stuff. But I also got to give props to first base yeah. because I feel like that is has the most possibilities for boom-boom plays, and you have to be on. You have to be there. Yeah, I mean, and everybody goes to first. I mean, like every everybody. Time a fucking kick. You are the first. first stop. If you aren't ready, you're screwed. Always. Yeah. Always. Not to mention if you've got runners on base already, that immediate catch and then release over to third base or pitch. That Sometimes trans, that's yeah. rough. And the first base ref, I think, is the hardest spot there too. Oh, for yeah. the, the same thing, you're, if you're not paying attention to everything, you're not going to do well refing first yeah, base. Yeah, definitely. Ref spot is that's first base is the worst. There were no third base ref calls in our game, and like a hundred first base calls. Everybody has to go to first. You have to run to first. <laughs> that's the rule. Um, so. Thank you guys for get, going through that discussion question with me. So anybody who plays catcher out there, you're doing a hard fucking job, and we all appreciate you. you Thank your catchers. Thank your catchers. That's a hard job. Um, so right now we're going to shout out to the sponsors again. Sano Massage and Wellness, sanomassage.com. Fine Fitness, uh, finefitnesskansas.com. Young Spine and Joint. Um, do we have concerts for up to 11? Uh, by uh, got, uh, 
Words are hard. <laughs> Learner Real Estate is sold.nicklearner.com. Nourish Training. Kelsey Horton has an email address, and we'll post that later. Um, Empire Bar and Billiards, empirebarandbilliards.com. And Jackie Becker has given me a couple lists of some other concerts. We've got the Decemberists on August 13 at Grinders. Happy birthday, Megan. Um, Frank Turner, July 3rd, Liberty Hall. And the National, September 13th at Grinders. If you are interested in any of these shows, you can check them out. I'm up to 11 or reach out to Jackie Becker. Um, so the next part of the podcast is next week. Predictions going into week six. I think I gave you guys all a list of the next week's games. Yeah? Yep. And we're going to bang through them really quick. So unless you have something super important, we're just going to go wins and losses. I'm not doing the pick-ems. Um, YSC1, 5 o'clock, Ghosts at Empire. Ghosts. Ghosts. Okay. Um, YSC1, 7 o'clock, Rockets at Tropics. Rockets. Tropics. Ooh, that looked, sounded like it split. Oh, I said Rockets. I heard, I heard, I heard Tropics. Rockets. Tropics. Okay. Rockets is Hannah's team, right? Yeah. Rockets, Rockets is Hannah. <laughs> Got to go with the gold LeMay. YSC2, 5 o'clock, Asteroid Head at Drop Stoppers. Drop Stoppers. Drop Stoppers. I'm gonna, go to, I'm gonna go asteroid head just to be different. Asteroid head, asteroid head needs some work. They've got a leg, and YSC two has got that field. I and, don't well, know. Didn't didn't asteroid head just win? Yeah, by and a bunch. Drop stoppers just lost. Yeah, like, so maybe got the I'm anger. gonna go asteroid head for revenge. I'm I'm gonna go asteroid head because I think YSC two is the short field at YSC, yeah. and I know they've got legs. Yes, we've got harpies. At D holes, seven o'clock YSC two. D holes. Just kidding. <laughs> we we are due for a win. It's been a minute. We've been playing oh, some. It's been a minute RPs. for us too. We, so we are due for a we've win. We've been playing some hard fucking teams. Let's go. Okay. This might be the hate fuck kickball game of the week because we got some injured Either harpies, way. some injured D holes. <laughs> All right. YSC three five o'clock. Post house at Love Garden. This is a game to watch. If yeah, you're right. not playing kickball at five o'clock, go watch this game. Post house. Post house. Post house. I'm going to go Love Garden. Garden. Love Garden. I'm also going to go Love Garden. Okay. Um, YSC 3, 7 o'clock. Harbor at Bunt and Grind. Har- uh, Bunt, right? Yeah. Harbor. Bunt, Bunt and Grind. grind. Harbor. <laughs> Shout out to my old team, but Harbor, we're, we're winning. We're winning. <laughs> you going to go easy on them? Just you? No, no. No, okay. <laughs> Okay. YSC four seven o'clock screamers at R bar. You, you skipped five. one. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. Badgers at triple X. YSC four at five o'clock. Sorry guys. Badgers. Badgers. Yeah. After last, Badgers. Last week. Hell yeah. Badgers. Oh, Badgers all day on this one. Sorry, uh, porn triple spatulas. Um, now YSC four seven o'clock screamers R bar. Screamers. 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 Okay. Um, all right. This is the game. Brutang. Five o'clock. The Woost is for the children at Brutang for the children. What are we There better do? be nothing but Wu-Tang Clan playing during this. Oh, for I sure. Team Picture also. We yeah. did Team Picture last year. Oh, nice. Team Picture yeah, this I year. I hope Dan is back. I hope he's feeling good. Even if he's not playing, I hope he comes out. Agreed. If it's we'll hot, he'll be shirtless. We'll still put up a player Nobody for him if we win. Shirt. Dan comes to Brutang. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know about that, but I think he's woost for life. 
<laughs> okay. YSC5, 7 o'clock. JWE at Red Lion. I predict yelling. JWE. Oh, oh my God. Yelling. yelling. Lion. It's going to be some screaming, but not from the screamers, but from the teams. Uh, after, after last week, I'm going to say Red Lion. Watching them play this week, like, fuck. This will be the game they come in and score three runs, though. This will be. God damn it. <laughs> Did you just challenge them, though? Oh! I heard it. It Yikes. was a challenge. Put Red Lion up. only scored. I love you, three. Jared. The that means they're going to win. The game's a seven. How much will they drink between five and seven? It, it'll <laughs> only get hits on the internet if Derek posts it, though. So. <laughs> um, YSC 6, 5 o'clock, Beavers at Home Loans. Uh, home Loans. This will be a good game, probably. I got home loans. I've seen home loans play firsthand, and I haven't seen either one play, those, so those I'll go with the majority. Didn't home loans like vastly improve over so last good. Summer? Oh, yeah, those yeah, children yeah. are fast. They will. They will. Well, have, they learned how to play the game. Yeah, they, they did. figured out their lineup. No, they yeah. they still have mental errors. Their lineup is still sketchy. The thing is, they are young and fast. They get under the ball and they run the bases. So I got home, home loans. Bars. This is Yacy. Hit me up if you still want help with your lineup. Yeah, we'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think home loans too. I think it'll be a good game, but I think home loans, yeah. All right, next game. Fees at Scoonies. Oh no, I skipped this. What is wrong with me? Six o'clock, seven or no, six what words y'all? YC six, seven PM. Sacred Bunt at Jazz House. Sacred Bunt doesn't bunt anymore. Jazz Jazz House. All right. Now late fees at Scoonies at 5 o'clock at YSC7. Fees. Um, I don't have the stats in front of me. Are these two teams? No, late fees just got to win. Never mind. They are both They both have one win, I think. I don't have any stats. I just like late fees. Okay. Um, YSC7 seven at 7. Young Spine at Assets. Spine. Young Spine. Spine. Okay. Yeah, after them beating Drop Stoppers. Yeah, Young yes. Spine. All right. Uh, YSC8. Five o'clock, Red Legs at Shirt Factory. Oh. <laughs> red Legs, Red Legs are getting a win. Miller time. Red Legs, Red Legs. Yeah, we got Miller time? Shirt. Yeah, Red Legs. Miller time all day. Uh, yeah, I'm going shirt. I think they're ready to punch some buttholes. It sounds like the room is... <laughs> this is the one the room is the most split on so far. Okay. Um, YSC 8, 7 o'clock, Kansas Tree Care at Corksuckers. Um, Corksuckers, obviously. <laughs> I'm going Kansas yeah. Tree Care. Who's wearing the singlet now? Um, Hobbs Ooh, Park. Husband versus wife. Posh Wash and Shirt. Oh my. Hobbs Park, 7 o'clock, Posh Wash at Soda Jerks. Um, uh, after this week, Posh Wash. I'll tell you what, Game of the Week's going to have some great fucking refs. I'll tell you that. Yeah. What it is. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go posh wash. Posh wash. Mm. I'll go Thanks posh. Thanks for burning my poison ivy, Derek. But posh wash. Is is Josh Sorry, gonna keep Derek. his leg on? I mean, oh. I, I I really hope so. If Josh keeps his leg on, maybe some like gold bond for for to keep it dry. In there? We'll figure it out by then. Hopefully, I mean, I think Sean predicted a shutout. Is that what he said? What he didn't say a shutout. He certainly didn't say it to me. I don't know. I'm really sad I'm going to miss this game because I'm playing starting at the same shit? time. Sonia's down here starting shit. Because I think this <laughs> Aaron, you did not do that. Don't look in your phone. Why are people sending me messages right now? What's going on? She busy. Leave her alone. I'm doing shit. Derek said they're holding you guys at a one. Okay. <laughs> okay, Derek. Okay, I Derek. I need Sonia an extra large spoon. <laughs> stir that pot, man. Stir that I can pot. finally drink now, so. <laughs> yeah, mama. 
All right. As I said before, Hobbs Park, 9 o'clock, will have the best game with the best refs. Johnny's at Free State. And the reason it's going to be the best game is because Johnny's Tavern versus Free State Growlers is a beer collaboration. This is uh, it's in its 10th year. There will be a keg of uh, the, whatever this Something. beer is called. Blue Collar Showdown. Blue Collar Showdown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue yeah. showdown um, provided by the combination of the two. Um, so... This is Don't they Seth. have their trophy? They have a trophy. They this do. is for Seth Sanchez. Uh, the beer is crisp, clean, refreshing, blah, blah, blah. I can't talk about the beer because I haven't had it. Um, it's for those who work hard and play harder. Um, only available on tap at Johnny's in Lawrence, Kansas City, and Topeka. There will be a keg on hand. Rumor has it. There's a trophy for this game, which is the brainchild of Austin Myers on Free State, Travis on Free State, and Cole Heck on Johnny's. It goes to the winner of the Blue Collar Showdown and probably be displayed in the bar. Um... The first pitch for Game of the Week will be the two OG Lawrence restaurateurs, um, Chuck Mager and Rick Renfro, will be throwing out the first pitches. Apparently nice. they're both going to at the same time. Um, Chuck helped change the state laws and founded the first legal brewery in Kansas, Pioneering Days. So we're drinking in town because of him. Thank you. Thank you. And Rick Renfro bought Johnny's in 1978 with a few uh, rugby buddies and was the first place to, one of the first places to do 3-2 beer in town to keep the good times rolling. He never expected it to turn into 13 locations across the region here. And Rick was recently named Casey Restaurateur of the Year. Congratulations, Rick. Nice. So um, be on the lookout for that. I've also been told there might be a boozy popsicle-type things being thrown out or handed out by another team delicious yeah um so make sure you come out and watch this game i know that um we haven't picked yet have we let's do that johnny's or free state i'm going free state johnny's johnny i've played both these teams i'm going free state i'm also going to go with free state oh free state oh dang so we've got split again only only two johnny's i'm johnny's me and olivia johnny's I'm also Johnny's. Johnny's, oh, Johnny's because Carrie and all the other ladies on that team. I'm going, yeah. I mean, this is going to be a, a – I think this will be a great game to watch. The drone will be there, Drone Lawrence. Um, the cleanup is Harpies on scoreboard, um, Scoonies on cleanup, and late fees will be selling raffle tickets. Uh, will there be food at Game of the Week? Probably Elena again. Elena. Elena, yep. The pot for the seventh inning stretch is up to $661 if you hit that jackpot. Has anybody hit it this year yet? Nobody's hit it yet. Wow. And there are other ways to earn money on that. If you kick at the other hoops, they're worth money too. So you don't have to go home empty-handed. Um, so, again, Drone Lawrence, thank you. All the other sponsors, thank you. Um, if anybody had questions for us on KVKL, they didn't post them. Um, any other little things that I'm forgetting or missed? There's another game. That's what we're doing. <gasps> games. I love games. One more game, and then we'll wrap it up. Ooh, two hours. Woo. Woo. Do what we do. All yeah. right. I, mean, well, I don't care. People are still listening. <laughs> so so for the final game, we all know that KVKL is really huge right Is, is it a full so party people, drink? 36 teams. I don't know, like 1,000 people. people yeah. It's a lot. I can't math that, but average is, The average is 800 people per year. 800. Jesus. Okay. So. 800 fucking waivers, people. 800 waivers. <laughs> did, are, are, are they all signed? Mind? Do you have any teams you got beef with for waivers right now? 800 people you get to argue with every Sunday. Finally. <laughs> so out of those 800 people, a lot of them are not from the Kansas area, and they have traveled from... All over East Coast, West Coast. We have some people from out of the country as well. So with each of the regions comes their own special slang. So we're going to play a game called Do You Know Your Slang? Oh. 
And we have reached out to people within the league who are not from Kansas or who have spent time outside of Kansas for extended periods of time, and they have given us little filler. So we're going to start with Aerie. Whoa. Okay. Yes. Let's go. You get Alexis. This is some West Virginia slang. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ. Is it about cats? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is one in there, but I'm not giving you that. Okay. The word is jeet. Jeet? J-E-E-T. Oh, I know this one. What does it mean? No, I'm not answering. Can you use it in a sentence? No. Yes, use it in a sentence. No. It, it is. It's sentence. Jeet. It is a sentence. I feel like it's, it's kind of so like, totally like I'm going to jeet on out of here. Like, it means I'm going to go somewhere. I got to jeet out of here. I'm out. Gonna, out. I, I like it. But Say it, it again. I got to jeet on out of here. It's past my bedtime. Hey. She's from I'm out of town. Up, it's around 6 o'clock. You jeet? Jeet yet? Did you eat dinner? Did you eat yet? Oh, eat. Did you eat? She says they like to combine a whole bunch of words. Wait, I thought this was kickball slang. It's just regular slang. This is just regional slang. Did you eat yet? All right. Got to? Chelsea's up. All right, Chelsea Cueso. I don't need two in the face. So, uh, we all know that I'm quite proud of my home country, the great state of Texas. So, uh, What'd you think about that toad choker last week? Toad choker? Toad choker. Toad choker. Toad choker. What you think about that toad choker? Oh, I, you probably did it from your pickup truck. <laughs> no, nah, we fixed them to go down in the basement. <laughs> Whoa. This took a new turn. No idea what's happening right now. Toad, toad choker is a very extreme thunderstorm. Oh. Yeah, chokes the toads. <laughs> It's different than choking a chode, I think. Whoa. <laughs> Next. All right. Are you ready for some Louisiana slang? Wow. Louisiana. Louisiana. This is from Cedric. So the the word is lanyap. It is, it is spelled L-A-G-N-I-A-P-P-E. Is that French? It is. I know what it means. You use it in a sentence. Ooh, Okay. I asked for three, and I got four. Lanyap. You got extra? Yep. <laughs> it's a little something extra. Hell little, yeah. It's a bonus. Let's it's go. a little something extra. Sentence <laughs> definitely helped yeah. on that one. <laughs> so one of our very own Drone Lawrence is from this uh, area. Albuquerque. Yep, New Mexico. I know you, Seth. 505 Por Vida. It's an area code, y'alls. 505 for Vida. What does it mean? 505 for life. Albuquerque for life. Albuquerque for life. Patos locos for life. Except right, for Olivia. Olivia. You ready? I'm giving you two because this next one is Boston slang. Boston. Given to us from Sean Meredith. Okay. And I mean, these were all really good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm reading them and I'm just like Jesus. How did they come up with this? All right. Figured you would have gone North Carolina. Your first word is Jimmy's, and I will accept two answers for this. Jimmy's. Jimmy's. Do you want Jimmy's on that? I fucking hate this one. I so much. Sprinkles. Oh, I heard a cheating over there. But yes, sprinkles is Jimmy's. Or I literally got into a fight condoms. with someone about this at the Condoms, Jimmy. I've heard of that actually. No, that makes sense. This past weekend, I would have been like, 
So Sean Meredith brought uh, ice cream for everybody at Kifa, and somebody yeah, sure. shouts, you want Jimmy's on that? And I was like, they're fucking sprinkles. And we got into a big argument about it. <laughs> All right, your next one, is, it's okay. a phrase. Okay. Hot dog in a trench coat. Is it is it a is it a, a like a pee pee in a condom? <laughs> oh my god! Just drink say penis because. for us. Let us know I'm you know a what lesbian. I, mean. I can't say that word. You can say it. You don't have to touch it. This was actually not from Sean Meredith. This was from a friend. Do you know what it is, Chelsea? It is not. It actually means something that's strange or weird. It just doesn't fit. All right. So this is from our very own Cal McClure. Oh, Michigan. Yeah. Yep. So Michigan. So. Yes. U turn. I mean. Make a U turn. Is no. she talking about a roundabout? We need a sentence. Close. I was driving down the street. I was driving down the street, and it was like I was on the race car path, only going one way. So I had to take a U-turn. Had a driving around in a circle. It's a trick fucking question. Left turn. It's a left turn. Oh, because racetracks only have left turns, no right turns. Yep. I watched. I watched. Tal makes Diggs. sense. Did, makes did sense. Did we just get smarter or dumber? I don't know. I hate that one so much. All right, Stacy. <laughs> we're going to go to a couple more because we got to hit all of our areas. But um, let's get Luke in there. Let's see. Oh yeah, Luke's at the end. We saved the best for last. Okay. Okay. So from the Kentucky, Tennessee area, your your phrase is hot brown. Can you use it in a sentence? Yep. I went there. And got a hot brown. <laughs> That's all you get. <laughs> I hope that helped. Is it like fucked up? I looked at the menu and ordered a hot brown. Oh, hot brown? It's like mashed potatoes and gravy? It's an open face sandwich, famous in Kentucky. Close, close, close enough. All right, Ari. Yes, ma'am. You get a hard one. I like them hard. Let's go. All right. <laughs> you get Irish slang from cool. Carrie McCullough. Oh, okay. And I'm giving you her favorite. It's not so much slang as her favorite word just because of the translation. Mm -hmm. It is, oh, I'm going to butcher this, smuggle-a-rone. Smuggle-a-rone? Yes. Can you use it in a sentence? I went swimming. And goddamn, I saw a smuggler <laughs> in the ocean. Is it like a Loch Ness monster? No. Okay, and that's all I got. I will. I will tell you that it translates to real snot. Oh, jelly! It is. Jellyfish? It is a jellyfish. Stacy got that. I did not. Yeah. That. And you get stung and you pee on it, just like when a bee stings on you. Just apparently, we just pee on anything. All right, bee stings and jellyfish. Time apparently. for. Time for figuring out if we're going to smoke it on the bobby. Shout out to Luke Parker from Brutang. Yeah. We got some Australian slang for Chelsea. All right, Chelsea. We going down to the beach, and I'm going to put my budgie smuggler on. Your what? Budgie smuggler. Oh, that's like a fucking banana sling man speedo. Yeah. yeah. Banana hammock. Woo. <laughs> Easy I, one. 
Apparently down south, I don't know how to do a Australian awesome. a- yeah, accent. That was, that was pretty terrible. Cheers. <laughs> I like that game. We have to take advantage of the audio clips you can And I have to people. do one more from the Australian ones because they were all fucking gold. Anybody can answer this. Uh, the phrase is crack a fat. Crack a fat. Uh, drink a beer. And I will not use that in a sentence. Drink Open a beer. A beer. Opening oh, a beer. Crack a fat. What is it? Drinking a beer. Smacking is it like some... a pigskin? Does it have to do with ham? In a way. Does it have to do a with... Uh, you crack a... Oh, a sex? Crack a fat? Eat some bacon. Oh, man. You guys are all over the map here. It is an erection. Oh, oh crack a fat. Six to midnight. That's a pee-pee to you, Liv. <laughs> <laughs> when the pee-pee gets hard. <laughs> yeah, the, my, my favorite Kansas expression is six to midnight. Hotter than two dicks rubbing together, right? That's how hot it is outside. All right, guys. Uh, kickball happened this week. Kickball is going to happen next week. And um, this coming Saturday... There is an event. It is uh, Friday and Saturday is the Pride event at, uh, I think they're calling it the Skittles Ball. And that will happen at the Granada on Friday night. It's the mini ball. I will be selling some KV Kale merch there because all proceeds go to um, House of McCoy. And the Pride event is also donating proceeds to House of McCoy. So go to the ball on Friday night. Go to the event. And that's at the Granada. Go to the event on Saturday at Abe and Jake's. There's a big parade. Um, show support. And uh, if you haven't already bought the merch, I'll be there Friday night selling it. I will have the extra girl, uh, the Kickball for All Clinics, and um, some other KV Kale merch there. I need a partner who wants to join me. Olivia. Town. Oh. Is there a Facebook event for the Skittles Ball? There's a Facebook event for both that. of these events. I'll Even share if it. There's a dress code. I won't be there, but I'm still interested in a dress code. There's no dress code. It's just like come you have to wear a different color. Co- no, you wear a different color based on what you want to say about yourself. Oh. That's what I was reading. Yeah, but I think there's like a a contest for it as well. Like you can enter a contest too. So I would just say wear all the all the bright colors you want to wear. Go crazy because one of the colors is rainbow option. So just wear bright colors. Go crazy. I think. Um, And so I'll be at that, and hopefully I'll have a partner in crime to keep me company and help me sell stuff. I don't have one yet. Shout out if anybody wants to help me. Nobody here apparently. You can volunteer Derek to do it when you preemptively beat his ass. I can't, vol- I can't volunteer him to do it because he has to work Saturday morning. Um, anyways, so thank you again to all of our sponsors, Santa Massage, Fine Fitness, Young Spine and Joint, Empire Bar and Billiards, Nourish Training, uh, Learner Real Estate, Up to Eleven Productions with some great concerts coming up. And, of course, Drone Lawrence, shout out to you because you've been a sponsor for the podcast for a while and you got some bad audio. I'm sorry, man. Um, so thank you to all the volunteers who came to the clinic. Thank you to the panelists. I'll go around the room really quickly and do the sign-offs. So you guys do it. You can do your own sign-offs. It's Tsunami Poppy signing off. SZA, Brutang is for the children. Megan Lady Hammond saying goodnight. Aaron, fuck you, Fireball. Hayden. Peace out, bitches. <laughs> Summer Stacy. see you later. Ari likes it harder. Oxter. Chelsea Scandalous Scanland. Yacy the Doc Young, thanks for listening. I am Aaron Erber Adams, and as always, we will see you again next time. Thank you, Kickball. We love you, Ains. Woohoo! Kaifa, drink. Kaifa!